What's up, YU? Beep. It's good, good to have you here. We can't be dissing my man. He I'm had, not dissing him. It was amazing. He had me in. He he welcomed me into his home. Thank you, YU. All right, and so we're going to edit this out. Is what you're saying? No, I. I That's mean, real. I think we're into it right now, man. This is the real deal. I love the interview. Thank you very much. I did. I, re- I really enjoyed it. Thank you. It's, I didn't even hear the smoke alarm after the first f- five minutes. Okay. I, got, I it just went away. Yeah, for it me, it became part of the background. Well, I think there was also a fan. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was, it was almost like there was a beat to what we were doing. I'm just, it, it sounded like somebody was doing like this the whole time. There was a kid playing dominoes. <laughs> yeah, the kid, like he would, he would want some shit. You know, like I, like you'd hear like, "Daddy." That's awesome. Like the A would be dragged out, mad long, like right. a five year old would, "Daddy." <laughs> I looked over and saw my dad, DJ Cam One in the house. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Who are you? Cam One. No, but. <laughs> Who are you? Cam One. <laughs> are we doing theme song or no? And then drop it right there. That'd yeah, drop it on him. This life gotta make your own deals, chase your own thrills, pay your own bills. On the outer loop, sitting on chrome wheels, phone synced up to the newest chrome bills. On air, who cares if it's right or wrong? I just care which guests they invited on. Without a minute to stall, and there was liquor involved with some hype songs. And the night is young, right on cue, the talking begins. And we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends. A bit grimy. A backdrop from the late 80s to the mid 90s Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works And K. Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse Both flex skills proving it's all in So gather around for the newest installment Chrome Bills Episode number Episode number Help me out, what are we at? 89? 89 89 Ah, 89's the number It's baby time 89. Is it baby time? Baby making time. It's baby making season right now. It's, it's hot. It's you always cool off and fuck. I don't think those two <laughs> things really go together. Well, you, time you for cool those March afterwards. birthdays. Yeah. Actually, Cole, that's funny. You were born in March, so just just know that you were conceived on a very humid day. My mom's birthday is arm, July. There was armpit sweat involved. Just ball sweat. There was he, swamp ass. He had, <laughs> he had all the DNA and then some ball sweat mixed mm-hmm. in there. It's like, that's why oh, I'm so I? hairy. There was like a testosterone <laughs> overload. <laughs> That's amazing. Can I tell you a story? This is a true story for all the Chrome billionaires out there. All right. I was flying back from Orlando, right? And I was going through the sensor at the airport where they scan your body, not like the metal detector, but the one where you put your hands above your head and they scan it. And it triggered something in my back pocket and I had nothing. And the guy came over. He's like, yeah, I got to pat you down. And he patted me down real quick. And he looks at the other guy. He goes, he's just sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) i set off a body scanner with my swamp ass what are you like the terminator how are you sweating metal he's just sweaty i couldn't even go through that one i get close the shit blows up right (laughs) i haven't seen you guys since i got waxed have i holy shit I i heard about it Hold what on. up, y'all? This is waxing. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my back talking. That was amazing. Uh, Yo, I, I, at the risk of 
Can we see it? I mean, uh, yeah, it's actually growing quite a bit. I kind of want to. I kind of. <laughs> well, you can see I, so Instagram. This might be. Oh Chrome man, Instagram. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, so it how? looks. It looks like his shoulders hurtling through space, like with hair. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like when you go at warp speed and right. you come He's back. He's got a warp speed shoulder. He turned it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Wow. I mean, there's no way there's going a picture of that going on Instagram. But I'll show you. It's, it's I don't know. It was an interesting scenario because here's where I, I'm a fucking moron with stuff. <laughs> uh, my girl had sent me, like, the email mm. with the website for this place. And on the website, they were like, you know, we do uh, waxing. We specialize in, like, working with males. Like, all right, cool. Like, you're what I'm looking for. So I contact them through the site. Then someone emails me. She's like, hey, I'm at another location now, blah, blah, blah. 12 emails later, like we figured out the time, the day, how much it's going to be, all that stuff. I end up going to the place that uh, I had originally contacted the website. They're on Connecticut Avenue in D.C. And so I was like, all right, I'll pay to park, walk there. Because I was like, it was hot. It was like the first day of the year. There was 100 degrees. Oh, it was a Friday. That was some sweaty hair coming <laughs> off. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have the AC on blast while I drive down. And then I'll have like less than a block walk. I'm good. So I get there and they're like, oh, she hasn't worked here in a while. And I'm fucking fuming. So I call and she's like, oh, like we didn't say it in the email. I was like, you know what? You did. That's on. That's completely on me. So they were they were on R Street. I had to walk about it. I plugged it into my phone. And I was like, if it's uh, more half, than a mile. Oh, a mile. I was like, if it's more than a mile, I'm not going to do it. And it said 1.1. I was like, I got. I have to do it. <laughs> so I fucking walked, right? Uh so it didn't make that much of a difference. Twenty minute mile. Uh, well, so on the way there, I saw peace to my boy. He ate a cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah, stopped and got some. Smoked <laughs> three cigarettes. I was like, God, it's so hot. No, this dude I play ball with, actually Brian. Who are you? One of uh, the many friends that I've got that are listening to the podcast these days. Okay. Out, if you're out there Shout listening, out to Brian. If you're out there listening, please share, diff- share different styles. Share Chrome Bills on I- from iTunes and SoundCloud. We got DJ Cam One in the house as a guest. He's a regular listener. You better get back to this damn story. Well, that's what I'm saying. This this how you get on. We'll have Brian on. Pasha's <laughs> gonna come on. It's gonna be a bloodbath between he and I. It's gonna be. It's gonna make Iran and Israel look fucking friendly. All right. So I, I, I run into my boy Brian. He's like, "What are you doing down here?" I was like, "You know, I don't know how wide a circle right. of people I want knowing that I'm getting my back and shoulders waxed. Just like I bet I bet a hundred percent." percent of the people that i know assume that that's something i would consider doing but like our friendship doesn't go deeper than that like we don't discuss <laughs> it you know what i mean like there's dudes i play ball with i swear to god i'll see them three times a week and say less than 10 words to them over the course of six hours but because i'll take my shirt off playing basketball they're one of like 10 percent of people i know that i got waxed you know what i mean and by the way nine of the words he says to him are cut right i was gonna say cut. pass i'm open cut. i'm open i'm open <laughs> i'm open you're not playing enough defense uh so I, I was like, you know what? I'll just tell him. So I told him. He was like, aren't you afraid it's going to hurt? And I was like, honestly, man, I've been like, this shit's so out of control. It was out of control, B. It was, it was out of control back there. I was like, I just want it. I don't care how much it hurts. Mm-hmm. I just want it fucking dealt with. Right. So then I get there. Like, I'm pretty sweaty. And they're like, she's like, it's not, that's not going to make a difference. And like, but like, I feel like there's, there's things you can get to a place and be a little bit too cold. And then you get inside and sort of you can warm up. And that's almost a nice feeling. Getting somewhere like sweaty as shit and then walking into the freezing cold, like that's not a pleasant experience. Like that's how you get pneumonia. Like nobody wants to do that shit. So I was a little at like in a foul mood and I was like, all right, dickhead, you're the you're the fucking problem. So stop being a bitch. Like, 
fucking, you're here now. And after I, I was like that and then talking to her, everything went well. It didn't hurt. It wasn't that bad. It was definitely like... Uh, How long did this shit take? Like mm, two hours? No, probably about an hour. Hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> How many dinner, dinner, she, she went through like... How you many know, strips of... It's interesting because I got my neck done too. And like most dudes, I shave that. Yeah. Or like I get it shaved, you're like cut it down. That part really hurt, and I'd imagine. But everything else, like it was nothing. You know? And like I'm the... I, like I won't even get tattoos because I'm like, I don't need to fucking have a needle touch me for two hours. Right. That's, that sounds like it's going to fucking be a, a pain in the ass. Enough so about I me. Question. Oh, I, was, oh. I got a question. When you, like when you get your hair cut, you know, it's, it's all usually just falling on whatever that like that smock is that they put on you right so you kind of see the damage is there like a a bag of just like wax that's got all this hair sticking out of it where when you leave like some really disgruntled dude comes in and is like sweeping this like clumpy hair wax into a corner and you just get to see everything nah, I mean, that you left behind. Well, you know, it's funny because I did get into I did get into the you, you spend that much time with one person like you're gonna learn some shit about him. And I asked, I was like, so, so be honest, like, am I like the hairiest person you've ever seen? Yeah. She's like, you're up there, but you're not like in the top three. What? You, you didn't make top three? No. Wow. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing, man. Like, I feel like I'm 30, I'm 36 now, and I finally decided to do this, right? I bet there's people as bad as me that wait till they're like 48. So imagine me at 48 without having gotten this done. Like, it would be, I would, like, I might get hunted. For my pelt. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't look human. Have you ever shaved at all before? That's the worst thing. Like, uh, well, here's the thing. I'm so glad you brought that up because... <laughs> so I asked her, I was like, so what happened? Like, what's the difference when you shave it and wax it? Why, when you wax so it, it doesn't itch when it grows, grows back in? She's like, well, when you use scissors or razors, it, it grows in at a different angle. That's why it itches. I was like, then why, would that, why doesn't that happen on your head? Like, can you imagine getting a haircut and every time, like, it itched like a motherfucker? That would suck. <laughs> But I that's feel like she's perpetuating lies, man. No, I, well, she's trying to generate more I've business done that, with that like, I've used scissors on my chest hair before. <laughs> Never want to experience that again. It felt like I was being stung by a thousand bees. Really? Huh? Yeah. Wow. It's terrible. I mean, did you go all the way down to the skin or you I just went, trim no, it? No, I went close enough. But that was even like really? I was like even trimming it. Yeah. Right. Maybe I fucked up. I mean, that's entirely I don't know. possible. I don't, I don't know. Enough about that shit was gross. Every now and then, I'd look out the corner of my eye and I'd see, like Chuck, to your point. I mean, it looked like. A huge chunk of wallpaper that you just like raped a bear with. You know what I mean? Like it had so much dark hair on it. It was disgusting. For some reason, I'm picturing the old hot dog that Homer picks up in The Simpsons. That's like in the back of the <laughs> convenience store. <laughs> it's got all this hair coming out of it. There was just a bunch of that laying around. Right. I mean, you know, these mics. Not now. And you said no, no pain. A, a week later, nothing. Uh, it was well. Here was the other thing, and I got. Did you get any faster at at hoops? Did you pick up like two tenths on your forty? I'm a, a definitely more aerodynamic. <laughs> uh, here, I got to kind of put her on blast, and this kind of shit drives me nuts. Who the the waxer? So yeah, this was like. I mean, she was pretty new there, but I don't think I was her first client, right? So at the end, she's like, "You need to use this cream, like it's a disinfectant, like an anti itch cream, like." I was like, all right, cool. She's like, I'll give you some samples and then you can buy some up front. So she gives me the samples and like, it's not a whole lot. It's like enough for two days. She's like, you want to use this for the next seven to 10 days? Her fucking, she can't. She's like, we don't have any more of this shit to sell. I was like, what the fuck are you talking? What am I supposed to do? Like go to CVS to get the, like, you're not a fucking pharmacist. So I kind of had to put her on the black. So there was points where I was like, it's pretty itchy. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? All this scratching's making me itch. <laughs> Isn't that one of those? Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Scratch <laughs> scratching's making me itch. You know, it's funny because you <laughs> sent an email saying that at some point we reached 10,000 listens total. We're almost there. Yeah. Almost to 10,000. So thank you to all the Chrome billionaires out there for doing that. I bet this is not something that'll get listened to that many times. No, I think it will. Okay. I think it will. Cam, no, Cam was holding it, hold down the record for a long time. Was okay. it? Yeah, you you had the most listens for a That's long cool. time mm-hmm. out of all the episodes. I think Sage Did Francis. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, the episode that he was on. Yeah, the episode that, that he true. was on was was our biggest listen for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can. Because I feel like that. as far as listeners, I think it's is it Andrew Bobrowski? He's still in the top five. Andrew Bobrowski. He's not my, he's not my sh- favorite listener. We got to give a shout out to my man. Andrew. He sent five grand. Five. <laughs> thousand dollars to chromebills at gmail.com ladies and gentlemen it was fifty dollars no it's five grand well here to steve here's the thing here's the thing you said it was actually 50 he emailed me frantically saying he's like look man like i'm i'm so sorry i went to paypal right and in order to give chromebills at gmail.com money which is what you can do right via paypal he was like, I, you know, I went to enter in the amount of money, but I fucked up. It was supposed to be fifty dollars and fifty cents, right? But he ended up giving us five thousand five hundred dollars. He's right. like, I don't, I don't have that money. It's going to cripple me. Uh-huh. You know what I said? Click. <laughs> check, thanks. check clear, bitch. Nah, Andrew, thank you so much, man. Thank you for giving us the money. Right, really appreciate. Have it. Have you guys thought about what rhymes with Andrew Bobrowski yet? Hand you my mouse key. Hand you my house key. Hand you my house key. <laughs> hand really you good. my house key. I got as hand far as Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> okay. No, like, okay. Uh, where was Cole going with the first one? Slam, would you say slammed in my mouth? <laughs> he did say slam dunk Brakowski. Slam dunk Brakowski. So we got Cam in the house. I want to I wanna talk Who about this. Who are you? Cam killing the wedding invitation game. <laughs> yeah. Hard. Yeah. Body, yeah. Best. I, I. Some of my friends have upped the ante, and that was that showed up in my. I never checked my mail, so I saw it like in the last couple of days. I assume it's not more than a few weeks old. Now you probably, illest, it, Have you guys seen this? It's the illest shit I've ever yeah, seen. Chuck, do you have it on your fridge or something? Would could you mind? Would you mind I grabbing it so I can see it? Maybe we can use this as the. Can we blur out the? Yeah. The. the uh, All right. So we got. Oh, that's here's sick. the. Here's the. Oh. Oh. Hold up. Dude, that's sick. Wait. No way. Yeah. Oh. My man's my man's got a 45. I feel like a failure. So, uh, my homeboy, uh, Ryan Rhino Willis from Mystery Sounds Recording. Who are you? Um, he did all the design. He's a graphic designer. And he, I mean, I was so impressed. I Killed was just it. Like, we, we, we met. We talked about what kind of things we could do, what kind of things we wanted. And then, you know, like... Three, four weeks later, he was like, this is what I've got. My mouth, my jaw was just dropped. I was like, whoa. Right. He was like, we can do all these things. We told him what our budget was. It was pretty low. And he was like, all right, since your budget is low, I still want to do this dope shit. So what we can do is we can get this. You buy this paper. I'm going to send you design. You send it to this place. Right. Have them print out on the circles. And what you're going to do is... I'm going to print out the record sleeve part. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to have to cut it out yourself, fold it, and glue it. And that's what we did. That's right. nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it, at the end of the day, it was like 100 bucks. No way. Yeah. For wow. 100 of them. Plus, you made a, you made an afternoon out of it, or as you called it. Crafternoon. There you go. Yeah. I like Crafternoon. <laughs> Think about I, that. For the price of getting your back, back wax, you could have the greatest <laughs> wedding invitation of all time. Cold policy. I didn't do much work. My fiance, Kara, 
uh, such a wonderful lady. She did a lot, all of the work. You know? Actually, she you was here the first the time you came you over here. She was, she was here the first time I did the podcast. We'd only been dating for yeah. like a month or so. Yeah, yeah. that was oh, early really? on. Yeah. Oh, that was early, huh? Yeah, yeah. You can nice. see you two kids had potential, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Cam, you guys cut, did this come as a circle? It came out of a circle, into yeah. a circle. But if you look at the okay, other good. side, the pink side, uh, the serial number, that's actually the date of our wedding. So wow. like and there's like Let a, me see it. There's sure. a Carl oh, Sagan quote on there and with a KC logo, that that's a tattoo that Kara has on her back. And Ryan took a picture from Facebook Let me see. and traced it. And that's like the logo, Dude. like the record label. Holy this guy's shit. a man right here. No, he's ridiculous. Can we hire him? And what was ridiculous. the thought process? Can we can do a logo? Songs? Yeah, can we? Can he we would do it. Yeah. What's, what's his name? Ryan, Ryan Willis. He's on my Facebook. All right. Shout out. Rhino, his uh, new album, Orion Wildflower, the Raspberry Constellation Revival. His album's coming out. So Stop it's, playing. It's insane. The Raspberry Constellation Revival. Now, is that your label? Mystery label? Mystery Sound Recordings. Mystery sound recordings. Yes, it is. And it's um, me, uh, Jehu, uh, DJ Superstar, and Jay. Rhino. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but I've known these guys for a really long time. Um, since back in Towson days before I even went to Towson. Okay. And uh, they, they had a crew called Phonetic Armageddon, and they just did tons of shows in the 90s. Yeah. They're all a little older, but, you know, they crushed it. And yeah. then they were like, hey, we've been doing stuff with each other unofficially for too long for us to not do stuff together. So, right. Um, MysterySoundRecordings.Bandcamp.com. Okay. That's all of our albums. There's tons of albums on there. Okay. There's a lot of... Um, uh, compilation stuff and stuff to just listen to. Right. Vibe out. Most of it doesn't have lyrics, but you know, lots of instrumentals and no stuff. No one wants to hear those motherfuckers. They want to hear the beats, <laughs> man. It's for heads, really. Yeah, so what type of music? I mean, is it hip hop it's, or? It's, it's, it's hip hop. It's, it's like trip hop it's, stuff? It's, or? it's definitely a little bit of like trip hop stuff. It's okay. a lot of um, uh, psych rock influenced stuff. Okay. But uh, psych rock yeah. from around the world, not just from the United States. Okay. Um, and uh, it's it's a little out there, but I mean it's boom bap also. Okay. So, so what does it take to run a label? Having a website. Really? I that, mean, well, I mean it's a. So you're not pressing a product or? Um, well, for the basically no. Okay. Um, we'll do little small runs of the albums. Okay. But for compilations or things we're just gonna throw up, we just put it on our Bandcamp page, and it's either free or however much people wanna. You know, and are people, really have people no been price. good about kicking you loot and stuff? Uh, yeah, absolutely. those people were not Steve because he's cheap on the <laughs> And then I don't, we don't care about the money. Okay, so go download albums and listen to them. That's all we really care about. Yeah, that's what's up. You know, okay. Find, no, we're not trying to make money off this stuff. You know, I find that if someone downloads it, listens to it, and likes it, and they, in the back of their mind, they're like, it was a choice for me to give them money. They'll, they'll usually do it. Right. You know. Right. And I know. 100% agree with that statement. I don't know about all that, but Steve is, is the exception. <laughs> Steve's like, would you no, free? I'm just playing. Before you I get to the R and free, Steve's is... out with the merch. Bing. <laughs> I think a lot of times what happens too is there's Before I forget. eventually an opportunity to present the artist with money comes across. Like I always had the, the I had a lyric in a song, actually a song that Cam mixed, uh, and it was. Uh, I burnt the CD, bought the shirt, so I don't have a bitch about the cost of merch. Because it's like, you know, you were taking all this music, and then I'd be like, fuck, I, I'm just going to buy doubles of this record. Like, I'm probably never going to fucking play it, but I owe these guys 14 bucks. You know, that's the way I, I look at it. Right. Or right. like a t-shirt or something like that. It's tough. Yo, Cam, did you put up all the old mixtapes, too? Like, some of uh, the I put late up, 90s I stuff? I put up three of them. 
I've got like five more that I haven't converted from cassette. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I know. Um, Old school. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I was going through a period where I was like, ah, I'm in a production slump a little bit. And uh, I've listened to, I just happened to have them already converted. I was listening to them and I was like, you know what? Some of these songs I really, really like. You know, right. some of the mixes were a little questionable because you know, the, the mixes were really old, but um, I didn't care. And I told people like, hey, this is some cool songs from these people that had a few singles and that's it at right. the time, underground shit. And, and all uh, you got to do is spend the time maintaining the site. And, and a, yeah, band and band camp is easy. free, you know. Yeah. We just do our own album art. I do all the mixing and stuff for the albums. All the separate um, like compilations, all the other uh, group members, they just upload it themselves. Right. All the albums I do myself. Like okay. I make sure I uh, get all levels and stuff straight. Right. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. So you've been doing it for how long, did you say? Um, I, let's see. Uh, I would say a little over two years. So two years ago, do you think if you were able to tell yourself, hey, this is how it's going to be in two years, do you think you would have still done it? Absolutely. Good. That's Absolutely. awesome. And you know what? We had been having those conversations about us doing this sort of thing for years. Right. <laughs> so this particular, like we'll, we'll, we'll have a meeting or gung ho and then nothing would happen. Right. And that had happened at least three times before we actually did it. Right. And then now that we actually did it, it's like we have so much music that hasn't gone anywhere. Or we haven't really pushed or put to the surface. Right. It's a good way for us to put stuff out there and not really feel any sort of way like, oh, the, we're not pushing units or we're not getting anyone to rhyme on these or we're not getting this, this or that. We're just trying to put it out there and it's out there. Right. And people can listen to it or not. You know, right. It is what it is. But I, it, it feels better to me to have it in a place and accessible than be on my computer. Right. And uh, <clears throat> I think... Uh, Amen. A Amen yeah, to that. Right. You know, as, and... Uh, as you know, with the record of mine that you mixed, yeah. that we finally put out in 2014. Right. That was like, mo most of the stuff was 10 years old. Which like, is... You have that one combo and you're like, you know what? Let's really just fucking do it. This right. Time. Right. And, uh, you know, a lot of what the our label has like come to has uh, a lot of it's kind of like <clears throat> i don't really talk about this that much but uh, a couple like right after the last podcast i found out i had cancer right and uh you know you when you go through that sort of thing it's like yeah you know your mind just runs and runs and runs and runs and so it's like i gotta do i don't want this stuff to die on my computer no one's gonna know how to get these things off my computer you right know? right and mm -hmm. uh so i was like i gotta put this out there just in case i'm not around yeah so that's some heavy shit man wow. yeah man it yeah. got that it was that's it was that serious i mean uh, were you yeah. were think it, you were think you were thinking you were facing the end yeah holy shit so i mean it it wasn't like super real until they asked me to make a will oh right and i was like oh, wow fuck. Holy fuck. fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't mean to bring it the podcast to this no. area. No, no, no. no, you no. Know, it, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. So I'm here, you know? So I'm good now. So what did you do? I mean, how did you... Did you start eating healthier? Like, what did you change? Or how did you turn that corner, I guess, I'm asking? Or did it just happen? Like, You're mentally? just on the couch. No, I mean, like, you thought you were going to die, but you didn't. Like, do you just like, oh, I'll just eat Doritos now. And then one day oh. you're like, I'm going to be okay. I mean, I didn't feel that way until I woke up. Okay. 
woke up from surgery. Okay. Huh. So, uh, I never really told anybody anything like that before. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody shit. Yeah. And like Facebook, I didn't say anything until like months after I recovered after the second surgery. Right. Because I just didn't want a pity party. Right. And I didn't want people to be like, oh, we're going to pray for you, you know, because I'm not very religious. I don't really. Right. I understand the gesture. I appreciate that. Send some money. But I don't want people to like walk on eggshells and shit. I just rather, you know months later be like hey just wanted to let you guys know that this is like some things that i went through and i'm good now and right. i'm fine i don't want anyone to feel bad for me like even at my job no one knew except my boss and a couple of like tight right. work homies wow right. until like the day before i was gonna be gone for two weeks. everyone's like you going on vacation i'm like nah, kind of <laughs> yeah nah, nah a life vacation <laughs> so how what how was the surgery uh, this, the first one was rough. Okay. It was really rough. Um, I had uh, papillary thyroid carcinoma, so thyroid cancer, and uh, it was pretty advanced. They had to remove my thyroid and uh, a lot of lymph nodes and stuff. Holy and shit. And some muscles and stuff. So um, it was really rough. It, and normally they say <clears throat> that, you know, you can have it removed and you can be back at work, you know, within a week but it was so advanced they were like yeah you're gonna have to take more time and i ended up having to take three weeks wow um but at the time my my work was very supportive and uh everyone i knew around me was uh, very supportive <coughs> big shout out to my folks they uh they helped me uh recoup i stayed at their house for almost a month you know and uh, I wouldn't have been able to do it without them, them and uh, Kara. And we hadn't even been dating that long, too. Right. That's I, heavy. That's heavy I, for and a I, young I, relationship. I, I told her, I was like, you know, this is like some shit. And uh, I don't want to have to put you through this. So, you know, if you got to walk, I'm not uh, I'm not holding anything against it, you know. And uh, she was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm here for you. And, you know, she spent the night at the hospital and everything. What an awesome <clears> person. You yeah. know, you know. So. Yo, Cam is a real fucking man. Like, are you listening to the story? That's like the definition of man. He's like, I don't want, I don't want a pity party. I don't want people knowing all my shit that's going on. I'm just keeping it close. And then I'm falling in love with this girl, and I'm like, yo, you can walk, and I get it, and I won't even hold it against you. That's some real fucking grown man shit. And in on top of everything else you went through, man, that's an amazing story. I Thank hope you. that I hope that strikes a chord with uh, the listeners the way it just did with me. But, Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, <clears throat> the surgeons were good. I was I, everything happened at Hopkins. That stuff was good. Um, but it's like a it's a it's gonna be a lifelong thing. You know, I get yearly scans, and I just had a scare. You know, I had to get a, two biopsies. Oh. Yeah. So like. So what did they ultimately find? Nothing. They were benign. Okay. You know, then it's like you don't know. They're like, yeah, yeah, we see some stuff, and you have all this blood work, and like all. How long right. is that? How long do you have to wait to get the results? week oh that's gotta be a tough seven days oh man i just try not to think about it yeah you know the biopsies hurt too yeah so because there's scrapings biopsy is a fancy word for scraping skin off you right well it no, de- this no, is a it's, this it's, is a big ass needle scraping right scraping cells so wherever they think the cancer is yeah. they have to go and scrape it so it's in my neck right so they're so going they had to go in and then they're like i couldn't even look luck and can you feel it when they're scraping it well the first time I could. So after my surgeries, I have a lot of nerve damage in uh-huh. my neck. So like, I don't feel anything. 
all right here, like nothing. Okay. And like all right, pretty much where I have no beard right here, uh -huh. I don't feel anything. I can feel like touch, yeah. temperature I can't really feel wow. until yeah. it gets like under the surface. Stay away from stoves. <laughs> <laughs> so this time it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But the first couple times it was like really, really And they couldn't give you anything for that? Well, the thing is the first needle is the anesthesia. Yeah. Okay. But you're still feeling that one heavy. It's yeah. like gets hot and yeah. like pressurized, you know? Yeah. And uh yeah. Oh god. Is it is is it excruciating? It is. Man. You just have to focus cuz you can't move, you yeah. can't, you know, just breathe. Ugh. Some breathing exercises. Yeah. yeah. Don't think of a funny joke. You started <laughs> laughing. That'd be fucked up. That's <laughs> like, then the horse said, <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. So did you, what kind of lifestyle changes have you had to, like, you're not, you don't smoke anymore. I, I don't, I, but I had quit, I had quit for a while before. A couple years But I feel like already. anybody can, I mean, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but any, yeah. this could happen to anybody. It any can happen us, to anybody. You know? And no one knows how it's happening. And, and like thyroid cancer is like a huge thing. I know four other people who had uh, total thyroidectomies because they had thyroid cancer. About of your age? our age. Mm -hmm. okay. So it's like, a guy some with. of them smoked, some of them didn't. Men, right. women. What other, okay. What, like what other similarities are there? I don't know. So it's like an age thing. I mean, it's a it, uh, the age varies, but from the people that I know, yeah. Excuse me. Um, I, I think that's a weird coincidence. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Well, what do you think it is? I mean, you must have done a lot of research. I don't know. Your previous ventriloquism didn't uh, contribute to that. But he was the puppet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the but, the uh, cricket. Is the cricket going to show uh, up today? Um, <laughs> possibly. Oh, depends on, it depends on you guys, really. Uh, yeah. You know oh, trust what I mean? Us. Trust the us. cricket <laughs> comes out when the cricket needs to come out, all right? Cam yeah, used to kill people in public with that shit. Like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> the cricket. Now, Cam, so thyroid is tied to energy levels at some point, right? Yeah. It's like it's, immune, it's immunity. And they, they call it the second brain because it controls so much stuff. So uh, you wow. can't. It can't be removed without also replacing the hormones associated with it. So I have to take a pill every day now, which sucks. Holy shit. Yeah. It's thyroid rep uh, hormone replacement okay. therapy. So that kind of sucks. I'm not, I never, I don't have any medication. A so, huge right. pill? That's nah, got to be a really okay. tiny. You can't, I mean, it's nothing. But okay. the, the thing that sucks is that I like to be prepared for things that may or may not happen. Yeah. So now I'm tied to a medicine that. I have to take in order to live. Yeah. So they were like, "You, if you don't take this for seven days, you're dead." Wow. Jesus. And they were like, "At day five, you're gonna struggle. You're typically really? walking around." And stuff. Really? Yeah. Have you? Uh, so what's the longest you've gone missing it? I don't miss okay. it. Okay. Yeah. You're not, not gonna, gonna miss test that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I can your get head, like a though, whole like... bunch of these pills like on lockdown. You know? Right. <laughs> And so, is there like a threshold where you no longer have to do that? Like you build no. it up for ten years. Nope. That's every day for every the day for the rest of Any my life. Any side effects? Turn your poop purple? No. Uh, so sometimes it makes me feel funny. Okay. You know, like it's hard to describe. Yeah. I don't really take medication. I don't really like taking things yeah. like that. So yeah, I take it now. I mean, you end up reading up about these things. So I, a lot of people like I take it at night, so yeah. I don't feel kind of strange and my job. You know, I, I can't. Uh, I don't have the luxury of making mistakes at my job. Right. You know? So. Right. Uh, I don't really take it during in the morning, and the the sad thing in two is that you take it in the morning, then you can't eat. Like if they they want you to take it in the morning, you can't eat 
for an hour. You can't drink coffee for an hour. And I like oh. to drink coffee. I like to drink water, yeah. and I like to drink the my coffee. The second my feet hit the ground. So <laughs> it's rough. That's why I take it at night now, so yeah. I can wake up and just do my thing. Right. right. Yeah. That's dope. Well, plus it's better. I always feel like it's better to take something you're supposed to absorb at night. Right. When you're not like, oh, I'm going to shit in 10 minutes. Right. Like that, when you take like uh, a pill in the morning, like, dude, within a half hour, that thing's out of your system. What are you doing? <laughs> that's how it works, right? So that's, all right. So what did you, what did you do? You said you were basically recovering for a month at your parents or three weeks. Yeah. And, okay. What were you doing for those three weeks? I was watching Vice videos. Okay. Advice or Vice? Vice. Vice TV. Vice TV. Like, I, like the, uh, the North Korea ones and all that? Oh, yeah. All of them. Dude, the I've most recent Russia one is a must-watch. It's crazy. Probably. If you haven't seen it, that yeah. is a must-watch. Which one? Oh, you mean Vice on, Vice on HBO or the one online? Of both, I watched them all. Dude, those yeah, they got some crazy stuff in the, there. The most current season, I haven't seen too many because like it's been a little too disturbing for me. Sometimes I like now when I watch the HBO one, I was like, I have to be in the right mindset to watch. Dude, I turn, this. I, I can't, I that's, can't do Vice anymore. That's not a it Sunday do, afternoon, it dude. It depresses. Me. It's not. I was it watching is. it on a Sunday afternoon, and like two and a half episodes in, I was like, I can't. It's nice outside. I, I got to yeah. get outside. This yeah. is not how. It's I too bleak, man. Yeah. You know, dude, Memphis, the Russia Memphis one will bleak. blow your mind. And spoiler alert. They got a five-minute interview with Obama at the Vice Studios in. I saw that one. Talking about yeah. it, right? Okay. Yeah. And uh, and my boy from Delaware. What's the VP's name? Fuck. Biden. Biden. You. Joe Biden. <laughs> What's his name? What's uh, his name? My man that be staring at butts. Well, did you know? <laughs> did you know about the Illuminati conspiracy that he's actually Joe Buttons in another body? That's awesome. <laughs> Reptiles. Vice President what Joe Buttons. <laughs> It's like the idioc- what if, idiocracy what, version. Like of instead of Freaky Friday, like Joe Buttons and Joe Biden switch bodies for like a day. That'd be so ill. Like that is a versa. Great, that is a great idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, Joe, you got to come to the studio. Joel Ortiz? <laughs> cricket. Where's the cricket at? Where's it? Oh, shit. <laughs> I took it too far. I just told a lame That's joke a so you could use the Okay, cricket. so it was all vice in the recovery room? I was in the hospital for four, three or four days, and then four long that, days. Oh my god, it was ahead. terrible. Pain? Yeah, the pain was really bad. Yeah, yeah, and um, you get some good drugs though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I still like. I don't like taking that sort of stuff. So I, I took less than the minimum they wanted me to take. That's the most man part of the story. Pain will make pain will make addicts of us all. Like to steer clear of that, that's impressive. But I mean, I I uh, I know people who got caught up in pain yeah. pills and pain medication and stuff, and I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. And uh, I I so one thing that happened was when I got out of surgery, they were giving me pain medicine, and that's of course it's like a regimen versus how much you weigh, your age, all these things, and uh, for some reason that just it, the the pain was creeping up quicker than the next dose was supposed to be okay yeah so it, the next day kept happening throughout the whole day and um like how frequently every hour no it was like every four hours they would give me a dose okay but then at like a three hour mark i can feel the pain like elevating okay so it would come up and by the time they would give me the medicine i would reach yeah, like a 10 it would be a 10 and then slowly come back down or and then as it was going on i was like all right this is just too much i'm yeah. like i would call the nurse like how much time do i have yeah 
I just want to know. You start watching I, the clock. All day. Yeah. And I was like, I want to know how bad this is going to be and what I need to do mentally to prepare until this next dose happens. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I was like, this is too much. Like, I, it's too painful. Uh, I need something. And uh, they would supplement it with some stuff and they were trying different things. Some things would work. Some things wouldn't work. And uh, then the finally, they're like, if this does, this final thing doesn't work, we're gonna have to call a surgeon, and he's gonna have to come in and take a look and talk to you and see what we can do. I was like, all right, holy shit! So, and this is at what again. hospital, by the way? What hospital? Hopkins. Hopkins. Okay. So it happened again, and they called the surgeon to come in. He comes in, and he was like, uh, so you don't uh, take any pain pills recreationally, do you? I was like, never, and yeah. I never have. Right. And he was like, okay. And he's like looking at me and he tilts my head back and he presses really hard on the incision point to oh. see if I was faking. If no. I wanted to, yeah. Stop playing. No, yep. And it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my like life. You dickhead. He, but I mean, it, we're, in Balt we're in yeah, Baltimore. You're, you're right. I get it. You're right. I get it. You're right. And he doesn't know me. We met like four times, you know? Plus, that's the kind of thing, once he saw you were genuine about that, then he felt like yeah. you were more of an asshole for I, doing it. I, I mean, I kind of understand what he he did, what he protocol. had to do, probably. Honest, probably Pro protocol. And like, it's, it's looking back on it now, it's okay, but it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. I can't front, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so then they switched. They switched it up. They were giving me uh, Michael Jackson. No, they were giving me oxycodone. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, when I when I left, it was screwed up because when you when they discharge you, I had a dose so it was every four hours and they gave me a dose at you know at like the, 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 the on the hour okay and it takes forever for you to get released you would think that it's like oh sign some papers no you have to wait for the surgeon to release you from the hospital from the hospital oh yeah you have to wait uh, chuck you probably know about all this stuff yeah so uh i'm waiting 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 they're like okay here's your prescription you can fill it in our pharmacy downstairs and you can be on your way i'm like awesome word i'm with my dad I uh, wheels me down there and all of a sudden it's about to be time for my next dose and it's coming up it should be in about 15 minutes and I can the pain's creeping already like you can you can tell and like I I was okay with it you know I can manage it um, but if it went past the time then I would be in trouble right we get down to the pharmacy they're like it's gonna be an hour and a half oh <laughs> yeah so I'm sitting in That's a wheelchair. Up. How could they not just like electronically send it know. down to the know. pharmacy? I don't know. We had to bring it down there, the piece of paper. God. And uh, that was... It's not like you're getting an allergy shot. I know. You know, like that's that's so ineffective. No, but like think about the vivid, the vividness of that pain has stuck in his mind because, yeah. you know? Yeah. Nothing. You don't, you don't rem I don't remember the last prescription I filled. Right. Because I wasn't about to be in intense pain. Right. You know? So the, the crazy thing is like ever since having those surgeries and any pain I've encountered after that, it's like, right. no, that's nothing. nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. all you that's all you have. Yeah. You just stab me with a samurai sword. That's yeah. nothing. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, all right. So that combined with the fact that you don't really feel anything that like in some ways you're invincible. You could say that. Yeah. I'm thinking next, <laughs> like, this area, you could get punched there repeatedly. Not, not necessarily. Like, I have a lot of uh, scar tissue still in there. Yeah, but that just lets them know don't fuck with you. No, I mean, like, inside. Okay. So, oh. like, right here, it hurts really bad. And even okay. now, when I touch it a okay. little bit, like, on the other side of the scar. How fucked up would it be if the doctor just came downstairs and poked it and then left? 
Now, now, do you get like still atrophy not in uh, physical therapy when you have something on your neck? Because I know, like, obviously, if I didn't, you would have I, the same thing on your elbow. You would have probably had to go through something. I asked him about exercises. That. Nothing. No, I asked him. I was like, so do I see somebody? They're like, no, just because it was really hard for me to turn left and right, and because uh, on this side the, it was a lot more invasive. So they like you know those two muscles that are like this. Yeah, they removed a lot of this one. So it was really hard for me to turn, and it was really stiff. Plus, the scar was tight, so it felt like someone was like had their hand like this all the time. And sometimes, if I sleep in a certain direction, it's the same way. Like I can't breathe very well. Um, but they were like, "No, just you know, turn your head to the side and turn it to that side, I but don't like go the, too far." I feel like that will change in the next few years. Yeah, yeah, it's been getting better. It's been no, getting no, no. Better. I mean, just the the industry as a whole will probably recognize that you do need to have some sort of physical therapy right. like post-op physical therapy right. right i mean and we're at hopkins too so i was like they know better like than uh, right like driving though like because you know i just picture you changing lanes you gotta <laughs> you gotta like back into that tight parking spot i mean that's that was one of the things that was yeah. hard like i so me recovering but they were basically like you know when you've recovered when you can be able to drive and look over your shoulder they were like if you're driving you can't look over your shoulder then you're not good enough yet to be out in the world mm. so that's why it took an extra week basically right um but uh, i'm pretty good now i can um, so two weeks after <laughs> i got turn home and flick someone who's cutting you <laughs> off two <laughs> weeks after i got home i was already on my motorcycle wow riding around that's dope yeah I bet you never appreciated that shit so much in your oh life. Oh, God, you have no idea. The freedom. Oh, man. Like, if you don't ride a motorcycle or you've never ridden on one, like, you can't describe it. Yeah. You it's really scary can't. as fuck. I've ridden on a motorcycle. <laughs> Were you on the back? <laughs> yeah, I rode on the back. Of my, <laughs> no homo. I was on do the you back. Like, do you I was, like, like hugged up on my boy. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I trust you with my life so hard. I would be scared riding on the back of a motorcycle dude, with somebody else. I was, like, we were, that's we, what you feel in your back right now is the trust I have for you. Oh, dude, I was, <laughs> I was holding on to him like, I don't know, you got Santa Claus or something, you know? It's yeah. my cell phone, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, How do your parents feel about you riding a motorcycle now? They're as, fine a, with it. As, as a dad, I'm, if my daughter had a near-death experience recovered from it and then she went and rode a motor- motorcycle i think i would have to kill her yeah, <laughs> right they looking at it like that it's like yeah. you to the punch girl. but i don't ride like a crazy person okay that's you know? good you have but the problem is not you i get it so i, I took you know a motorcycle safety course and i highly recommend it even if you know how to ride um they teach you a lot of really good things to know what to look for in other basically when you're riding a motorcycle and you're not you have to know about everybody out right? in the open road if you're on, on the highway or something i'm watching everyone where they're going where they are positioning myself so this person doesn't do something stupid or not see me right that's all you're doing when right. you're riding on, with a bunch of other cars so that and the and the combination of having a loud exhaust so they can hear you is is what saves your life oh, that's a good that's a good call so there's some there's a practicality to that loud exhaust. Loud pipes save lives. All right. Is it really? That's a saying. Yeah. Okay. They also. Bashed. I think it's interesting though because I I can <laughs> definitely sympathize and I've never had anything even close to the scale of what Cam went through. But that when you go through any sort of health scare, you leave not with a I need to be healthier. I need to be more cautious. There's a little bit of that. But you're like, I got to get after it. Like, I need to fucking live this life. Like, regardless, at some point you're going in the hospital and not coming back. And you just hope it's when you're 90 and not when you're 19. You know, I mean, there's a big 
right? So I could totally see it where you're like, yeah, I'm going to be super cautious on this bike, but I'm sure as hell I'm not going to not ride it. Right, right. I mean, I think you hit the nail like right on the head. And like I had a lot of projects that were in limbo, not just like music, but um, like the build stuff. You know, I worked at that car stereo shop for a long time, so I made speakers and stuff. So I, I had the idea to make my own studio monitors for a long time. And like right before my surgery, I bought all the stuff. I made them and I, they're done. You know, right. They're in my living room now. And like, right. I wouldn't have done that if I didn't go through what I went through. Right. In the back of my mind, I was like, something I would love to do one day, but I'll just never get around to it, you know? Okay, so you and, made your own studio monitors? Yeah. Oh, gangster. Mm hmm. All right. You should do a podcast. <laughs> I can appreciate You should that. do a podcast. I mean, the three of us have made a lot of money doing this, so I definitely recommend doing a podcast. Five grand. Five. Great. I want. I do want to do one. I definitely do. Uh, I you know, it's one of those things. It's yeah. Like, uh, I do want to. I've, I I feel like uh, it's kind of hard because a lot of people have them now. Well, it's I feel like it's getting, I feel like it's getting super yourself. saturated. There's more podcasters it's than too rappers. Much, too much mud in the game. Days. Too much mud in the or game. Or people who make beats. Yeah. Or DJs. Or DJs. Right. Way too many DJs. There is. That's that's fun though. I feel I like it's think a it's tough thing to do by yourself. Nah, to get it, motivated to do, like, I'm glad I get to come talk to you guys. Yeah. I can't imagine just, like, pressing play when I was just sitting there. I think that would be insanely Recording. difficult. Like, I, the way that Bill Burr does it, I think right. it's just, right. that's that's insane. Right. But it's good that there's so many podcasters and so many MCs and so many DJs. It is. It's good. Are you sure? I am. Too many. It's like there's the too cream, many kids in the, the cream, pool. The cream rises somebody's to the top. Pissing, somebody's and pissing. Dude, in the I pool. think it's always good when people are being creative, no matter what. I no agree with that do. last part, but the cream will rise to the top. But what does that mean? It means if you're dope, if you're dope, people are gonna hear it. If you're doing, that's not necessarily true. You don't think so? No. Because there's I think dope, there's dope people in the room that people throughout the United <laughs> States don't know about. It's but true. people know about people that are on the radio that are terrible. People will How eventually do you explain that. People will eventually get to it. The people who need to hear this is go- are going to hear it. Okay, the cream doesn't rise to the top financially. I'm not talking about even financially. You're saying it does get heard, and he's saying I, it I, I feel what you're saying, and I agree with you. But I'm playing devil's advocate. I get, not necessarily devil's advocate, but I'm also like pointing out other things. So like. When I listen to Chuck and Cole's music, right, versus like what's on the radio, right, in terms of creativity and like quality, but they still made it though. They still did a good thing and they made it and they have True. fans and and we can still go back and True. listen to it and appreciate but is that, that the, music. Is that the cream and is that the top? Hmm, that's what I'm saying. I got you. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's a very, uh, it, it's like like I was saying, the analogy I would make is it's a pool where it can be cool, and then there's a tipping point. Could be a cool pool. <laughs> See how talented new, I am? New album. That's the follow-up to Cruel Cruel. Right, pool. cool pool. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I, you know, I feel like you get enough people in there, like some kids start coming in, some really old people, you're just like, somebody's pissing in here. <clears throat> like this is just, the more people in this pool, the worse it gets. You should. It should be a meritocracy. But you, you should, should be able. People should be able to to to, to rhyme. People should be able to go out and and rhyme if they want to. Yes. And okay. DJ if the fuck. This they, is if America. They, if they want to. Yeah. It's good, man. You know. Yeah. And if you if you suck, you know, 
your three friends will hear it. Right. But if you don't, you know, you're going to go outside your group of friends. And maybe that's what I'm considering the top. Just going outside of your group of friends, True which that. I feel like all you guys have done. So that's what we need to do with the podcast. Shouts to Tamu. Who but are like, you? shouts to Artemis. Who are you? You, 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 you motherfucker, fuck your shouts. You need to spread the word. <laughs> fuck the group. No, no, they're good. No, they're good. Shout out to DJ Rags for sure. Rags. Rags always tell me who, who he's putting on. We got it. We got it. We had the interview with YU in the last episode. Shouts to YU. Who are you? Andrew Diamond Bobrowski. District. Andrew Bobrowski. Five Gs. Click. Shout out to Yan Deezy, who's still number Yon one. Yan Deezy. Still num- Stevie I. Stevie I leading the pack. Who are Stevie you? I just had another child, right? Four kids deep, all boys. Jesus, that's awesome. that's How does four he have future Chrome Bills listeners? Right? He must have been. Wait, you said four boys? Four boys, yeah. He must have been listening during the birth of the fourth one. Like, how do you have time <laughs> to listen to this if you've got four kids? Right. He was like, so, I know you're about to pop. It's a what? A boy? The interview okay. was really good. Shout out to Steve. He's always been very friendly. He's the man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah Steve is the homie. Yep. And now we got Cam One. Yeah. Cancer Survivor. And don't forget different styles, DJ. Cam One Two. Cam One Two. You and I did a record together. Speaking of, you should put that out on your label, the Broken Clock Skeleton Key album. All right. That's dope. I put it on Spotify. I'll I'll give you the exclusive rights to it. It's going to be a big hit. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's um, up? Would you, did you guys have a radio single for that one? No. It's a very weird album. (laughs) What was the. It made cool. Who's the most commercially accessible? (laughs) (laughs) Is that true? When I get real real hammered, I'll go back. If I'm like real hammered and by myself, I'll go back and listen to like, I'll try and find songs of mine that I forgot I did so I can blow my mind and be like, that was crazy. And the last time I did it, I found a joint that I did with Cam that was, uh, it actually had listed, Egos Are For MCs was the album name, which... Uh, I remember I had the sticker on my car because I had like a rip in the leather seat and Cam had these black stickers and then it stayed there forever saying uh, summer 2009. But uh, the song was called Going Down, which I don't yeah. think ever came out on anything, right? With <laughs> like, sample yeah, like, yeah, going crazy down, thing, down, like down. So, <laughs> Yeah, so, and that's actually a Nina Simone sample too. Going um, down, down, down. So, <clears throat> um, a couple weeks ago, I did uh, Baltimore Beat Club with uh, Mystery Sound Recordings. Uh, shout out to Brandon Lackey and lineup room studios who are you um he throws a monthly event where it's a open mic and open producer for the first half yeah and then the second half they showcase a producer or a crew or whatever so mystery sound recordings we went through and we did the second half and uh what's it called the beatdown uh, no it's called uh, baltimore beat club okay and uh ram packed great vibes it was a good time but um so what we're gonna do is uh the five of us in the group we are gonna come out with a compilation of the tracks that we played that night mm. and uh egos are for mcs is actually gonna come out this summer yes boom new Sick. stuff or basically everything that was put together back then just- um half and half half and half uh there's a lot of uh, new new joints that i'm that are going to be on there and uh a lot of the good old joints that you guys have heard yeah but not many other people outside of like the crew have heard so a lot of people have been giving me shit over the years like yo what's up with that i'm like yeah. yo what's up 
Yeah, shouldn't have got those stickers, but hey. You should just go back on each sticker with <laughs> EST, estimated. Right, estimated. just scratch out the thing. But I remember, yeah. I mean, Cam and I, when we were doing shows together, was right around when we did that song. I definitely remember doing it live several mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. remember that I was like, my shit-talking thing at the beginning, is I was, it's funny to laugh at now because it's like six years ago. I was like, yeah, well, I'd rather be artsy than whack because like everyone was calling <laughs> underground rappers artsy. <laughs> And that was my little like shit talking thing before my verse starts. Oh yeah, I'd rather be artsy than whack. <laughs> you motherfuckers. But it's about that time, you know. I can't sit on these right. things forever. Hell yeah. And like at the time, I thought they weren't all that dope, you know, because it was like so much other dope stuff coming out. But right. now there's like not that much dope stuff coming out. I'm like, all right, this, this sounds pretty good. Plus, I feel like the closer you are to having made something the more time you need away from it like i always heard very true dj shadow he was like i'll make something this is a long time ago i don't know if he still does it this way but he said i'll make something put it aside for like six months if i can't not even listen to it yeah the first time i listen to it after that six months is when i'll hear the most errors or what i want to change and then after that like it's diminishing returns right so i feel like it's good to step away from something really come back with the fresh year you know and it's also like my my mental state, you know. After what I went through, like I'm right. almost completely different mentally, right. you know. Yeah. So like before, it's like ah, oh, but I don't know, you know. Uh, and now it's like it is what it is. You right. think you felt like you were trying to be a perfectionist a little bit more back then? I think so. Yeah. I think if you're into music and stuff like that, there's there's you know we're all crazy, and uh, it's like <laughs> yeah. and as you get older, hopefully yeah. you can like try to like have some sort of like normalcy to your life or figure out your own things that are going on and i feel like i'm on that path to like you know working my shit out yeah but um now that you know i'm i'm like no it's cool even if it's like uh like those mixes i was like there's some parts in there aren't good i don't care what is that doesn't that doesn't reflect on my character that's all i really care about you know so hey it is what it is. You can see why, like, as an extreme example, like, Dr. Dre has been working on an album for, like, 20 years, right? And he just can't put it out because he's probably just, like, so into every single track and the sound and all the compression on the fucking drum or something. And how much just pressure is that? And he's just like, I can't even do it now. I can't I'm even just imagine. Scrap that I can't even imagine the right. pressure that's on Dr. Dre right now yeah. right. to put out another album. Right. Uh, it's what almost, if it's not good? It's almost counterproductive to actually put it out. Pretty much. You know. You know. I mean, I mean look I, at true. Look at True Detective. I mean, like you knew. You could oh, talk man. about the validity of the criticisms. It could be its own discussion. Yeah. And I guess when we're recording, there's been two episodes. But like, you knew regardless of what they put out, people were going to be like, this sucks. Oh, do you watch yeah. it? Do you watch it? I do watch it. I was mad. The first episode, I was like, I got a, I, I wrote Chuck and I was like. <laughs> what did you not like about it? Um, it was it was small stuff. It was like okay, they had these like overhead panning shots of like mm. highways, mm. and they kept doing it, you know. Yeah. And I was like, in the first in the first season, they would have done that once, and it would have been brilliant, and they would have left it alone. And then like, just like the weird sex things, I was just like, you're going overboard. And the dude punching the kid's teacher or the 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 other kid's dad. I yeah. was like, come on, man, yeah. that's a little obvious. I have a prediction for the sex thing, and I think <clears> by <throat> the time this airs, it might have come to pass. What so it'll be the third episode. Okay. So do you remember in the second episode where like so the first episode she pulls her sister out of her like sister's the, a porn not, whatever right, right. fairly softcore because I don't think there was dudes involved in that one. She was a cam girl. Right. Cam so girl. there's no dudes involved. Cam the, girl. 
<laughs> well, well, shout, shout outs. <laughs> in the second uh, episode, yeah, when what happens? Like she tries to call somebody, or they call her, and like the phone call doesn't. It's like not a smooth transaction. But she's sitting there like very mindlessly watching porn. She's watching her sister on the porn. No, I think it, I thought it was somebody getting DP, like double penetrated. I think that was her sister, dog. All right, well check this no, out. No, you Do you remember see anything? Right, but um, that uh, that was that was my thought. No, here's oh, he, that was her here's what I think. Beat out. You remember the dude in the first episode that's leaving her house, and he's like, "Yo, like I didn't I think you'd be into, into that." Ah, uh, what do you think he was talking about? I think anal's too obvious. <laughs> I think it's something really fucking crazy. But still, even that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna go into that. I think that was like. A, I feel like it's really. I don't know okay. that one little part you're talking. I don't think they're gonna talk. Why can't about they that? just? Yeah. I'm gonna get. Feminist on you Why can't she just be a good cop Why does she have to have Some freaky sex thing about Why was she watching yeah. porn Like calling into work Like that was completely fucking it, w- it was It wasn't a coincidence That they showed her Watching porn She was like Who was it that she was Calling on the phone I can't remember Chuck you feel what I'm saying Why can't she just be A, a, a smart woman Who's a good cop why does she have well, that to was, have some She wouldn't be on this show. Thing. She'd so, be too boring on. to have this Wait. show be about her. I want to well, answer no, your question with a question. The argument I'll make. I'll make this. So I actually like the show, but one of the criticisms I heard and I thought actually was impossible to refute is like the lack of depth to all the characters because she's just like the powerful cop that has intimacy issues. No, well, they're gonna I disagree. Go, I think they're going to no, no, go. They're going to go into it. Right. They, they left it like, oh, each one of these people have something bad with them. No character is likable yet. Yeah. And we're going to leave you with what we're showing you, and you're going to have to watch to see what has really happened to them. each character is going to have something traumatic that happened to sure, them. Right. And they're going to show us throughout the course of the whole series. Hopefully, they can resolve the story by the end of the series and it'd well, still be good. It's taken two episodes to build those characters <laughs> up, whereas in the first episode of True Detective, like within the first 15 minutes, you're already kind of. I felt engaged so much earlier than I had. Well, it does this. speak to it was a two man, basically a two man show at that point. This time around, they've spread the wealth. It's five people, sure. which I think is inherently, it's not as aesthetically pleasing. You got, you're like, I don't have fucking time to get invested in five people the way I was invested in those two. I think Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn are strong enough to pull off the roles. What I didn't like about episode one was whatever that guy is. It was on the bike, Taylor. He's, Kitsch or whatever his name. he's fine but like i was like dude like you're not you're not in the he's vince vaughn colin farrell they could have not had his character long. at all well plus i was like i'm already on the fence with whether or not i'm in like your kid you just don't you don't fit the role but then the scene where he's like rolling down the highway like in his face flapping and then i was like this looks i'm like laughing it looked, it looked cheesy right. didn't it? it did look cheesy my problem with the end of last year on true true detective you mean to tell me that you spent all this goddamn money building this fucking huge labyrinth that the guy, the like crazy, creepy lawnmower guy was like chasing him through? Yeah. Then in the last fucking episode, when he wheels Matthew McConaughey out into the hospital, out of the hospital, the night sky and like, like it's so fake looking. It looked fake. It did. It's like you spent more money making a fake, just fucking film outside at night. But I feel like every now and then in that show, like. They'll give you 98 mile an hour fastball after fastball, but now every now and then, like they don't even get it close to the catcher. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of bothers me. Was it the same director throughout the whole thing? I don't know. This no, season has a different been one change. Yeah, the, and it's the director. This season, different director. Same writer, different director. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are on it as executives. Too. Right. They're caking off of it. 
they are caking off of it. I, would I mean, I think the important thing to remember, and it goes back to what I said, that everyone, regardless of the show, everyone was going to be disappointed in it because the acting between those two guys was like, what's the word? Transcendent, right? Is that the right adjective? Like yeah, yeah was, the chemistry was... It was one was... of the great things, period, in the history of the art. You know, right. it was... Well, just like any Hollywood, on let's get it on. (laughs) (laughs) Just like any Hollywood thing, they everything's going to be dialed up. So instead of two characters, there's four. Yeah, there's backstories, crazy. They're leaving you cliffhangers. Like, what's up with this person? Right. Every single one. So no matter what, the sequel is going to be dialed up. You're right. And it's never going to be as good as the original. I'm just hoping the story is interesting. That's all I'm looking for. So I'm already hooked. I want to know what happens. I I thought episode two was a huge improvement over episode one. Yeah. Definitely. It'll get better. Right. I'm sure it'll get how, better. How so? Did, I agree. Why did you think that about two versus one? Cam two. I versus thought there was. One. A, I thought there was more. I thought it was more mysterious and <laughs> and darker than the, than the first one. Okay. I don't know. I felt. I felt like episode one was super predictable. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So yeah. When, a lot of cliche shit. Too. Well, that was another thing. Okay. So like this guy's driving 90 miles an hour, like <laughs> flirting with death, and then he happens upon the dead body, who's the central character. Dude, he went. He he went from he went from the opposite of Drake. He went from one hundred to zero real quick. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Started at the top. Now I'm here. Right. He started went, at the top. Now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> His girl was hot too. I was like, no. If if he's I'm gay, ever, obviously I don't know if you. Uh, spoiler alert: that dude's gay. How that do you know that? Gay, right? Because he was popping Viagra to bang the super hottest girl in the world, and then episode two, he's hanging out drinking beer, watching the gay dudes run down the street, and then he was got mad, offended when. He, some dude called him a faggot or something, right? Okay. So there's been all these okay. clues that he's gay. So I, well, that's the thing, though. Like, you're getting a little bit of depth with the characters. You're right. I think you'll get... <laughs> but here's the problem that I have with them. I'm like, yo, like, I don't need to know everything about Tremont, like, uh, Tremont Green's post moves. Like, I'm here to watch Clay Thompson and, and Steph, Stephon Curry. Wow. I feel like with Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell, I'm like, you already gave me enough. You gave me a, a good steak and, like, a nice potato. I don't need fucking like caramelized onions and asparagus and mushroom. You know, like I mean, I do. I do need that for the show. I don't need it. Okay. Who wants another beer? (laughs) I'll take another beer. Make me hungry. Sometimes I feel like my analogies. Like I'm like they start off hot, then they just they land flat. No, no, you talk about food. You got me. (laughs) True. All right. So that's. I think we were talking about that off air. Yes. You were you were putting us on to the spot that you and your lovely uh, fiance like to go to when you go up to New York. Yes. What do you got for the Chrome billionaires out there? Uh, you have to go to Bauhaus. Okay. It's uh, Eddie Wong's joint. Okay. And they sell Chinese bow. I was gonna make a joke. Do you have to bow when you walk in? But I was like, maybe that would be racist. <laughs> it's B B A O. Um, it's very good. Okay. But this last trip that this we good? did was uh, this was very good. Thank you. Um. Uh. This last trip, we went to Smorgasburg. Okay. It's in Williamsburg. It's basically a food festival, and it's a uh, hundred something booths of food. Which one? Uh, you want? A lot. I don't care. Right. A lot of um, the booths are restaurants. Cheers. Cheers, Chuck. And Cheers. Actually, I need to go get a refill, but I want to hear the New York recap first. They have a um, <clears throat> limited menu. So if there's a restaurant, and then they actually have a booth at Smorgasburg the menu will be like four items or something sure and it's cheap and they just make them all day until they run out the best thing there definitely was the ramen burger so you hit the ramen burger i still haven't done it oh my god what's the joy we went to chuck didn't we we bergen it's run by the same people okay Uh, how do you spell it smorgasbord smorgasburg 
S M O R E. No, that was close. S M O R. Oh boy. G A S B U R G. C H R O M E B I L L S. So it's a ramen. It's a a burger or the buns are ramen. The bun is cooked ramen. Come on, dog. How fatties? Okay. Medium. So are they crispy or are they... No. Okay. So they're, they're already made, like they boil them or whatever, and okay. then they form them into like a flat patty looking thing. Okay. And then they... Um, like pan fried or something? They, they, they had like a griddle there, and then oh. they put toasted sesame oil on both sides, and then they put it on there until it turned a little brown, oh. and flipped it over. Yeah. And then there was another dude with another like griddle thing yeah. cooking the burgers, and then they put them all together. Little did we know in the middle of griddle, griddle, griddle... <laughs> Arugula, <laughs> cheese, I can't remember the type of cheese, and then like a... Manchango? Uh, Korean style Did you sauce. get? Did you get a flavor packet with the ramen noodles, or they were just the, the regular flavor There's no flavor <laughs> they packets put the in little, this shit. Get the fuck out of here. The extra, that extra, that extra <laughs> salty. So the crazy thing, when I was recovering of my sur- from my surgery, yeah. I saw the Vice episode with the guy who runs that booth. That's okay. why I wanted to go. Okay. okay. And at the time, he was in Japan, and he was talking about all the stuff. And then I found out from a friend of mine, my main man, Kurt, that uh, ramen who are you? is a thing where the best ramen comes from one company. And in order to sell that ramen in your restaurant, you have to fly down to, I think it's down south somewhere. I don't remember exactly where. And you have to cook the ramen and prepare it in the way that they designate in order for them to sell you their ramen. And if you don't do it right, they don't sell it to you. So, uh, Toki Underground in D.C., they they sell the ramen there. So that's why it's so packed there all the time. What is is different about how they make it? Uh, It's just the preparation of the noodles. It probably comes from a certain type of wheat and a certain sort of uh, manufacturing process. And it's very, very, very tasty. So this guy, his ramen comes from that place also. So I think it's imported from Japan. And then it's distributed. And they only distribute to the restaurants that properly handle that shit make it the way they want you to make it right insane handle those noodles insane. handle right. the noodles some right. elitist ramen eaters out here <laughs> yeah. you're telling me the top ramen is not the best ramen <laughs> that's available steve when you were up in new york we went to like zudo or one of those places for ramen and i mean it's it's that a fucking was game legit. changer I don't, I don't know that that was legit to those me pork, I the only the thing pork I buns can... was like well that too but it's like the first time you have pho or pho for the yeah. first time. Yeah. And you have a good one and you're just like, wow, okay, like that. Just right. really, yeah. It's like a paradigm shift is how I feel about ramen. There's not a lot of American cuisine that's uh, soup based. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Americans don't eat like, they're not like, dude, like I'm having stew every night. You know what I mean? Chili? <laughs> Chili, that's true. You know what? I fucked that might one. Be, up. Might be the only one. Chili's Wait, the biggest that wasn't one. A I guess probably chi- Chili's probably the best one. one. I mean, that's the closest thing to us. I mean, there's no like fast food crock pot places. Right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, here's the thing. Point. I remember like ten, chicken noodle soup. Ten soup years ago, too. I was like, man, we got to have like a spot where you can go get like an actual salad, like quit now, sweet green all over yeah. the fucking place. Mm-hmm. In ten years, how dope would it be if there was a crock pot place? Right. You'd have to be really good at inventory. You're like, <laughs> I, I cooked this shit for 18 hours and no one bought it. Now I got to throw it away. It's like the crockpot Nazi. Right, right. Crockpotsy. <laughs> no ribs for you. Too, right? Chopped is legit. To go to your salad. Chopped is legit. Chopped is legit. Mm-hmm. 
How do you? Are, where are y'all at with Indian food? Because I remember the. Do you, oh. you don't live near Akbar's anymore, do you? I don't live that near. That place it, but, was the shit. Oh, it still is. Oh, yeah. it still Akbar's is. is so good. Yes, yes. Where's Akbar's? It's on Charles Street in oh, Baltimore. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's why I don't know about that. Word to word to Akbar. Allah Akbar. That place is the <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it's pr- it's probably the best Indian restaurant I've been yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. And I've been to a lot. All right. So we were, I think we might've been, been talking about this. Yes. You like Woodlands? It's good. Yeah. We might've been talking about this off air. I think it's good and it's a fairly small place. I think places like that, when they're smaller and they get their deliveries more often, it makes them more quality. Um, I think it's definitely that. And I think it's uh, also quality versus quantity. They don't really care. Right. You know, we were talking about pho earlier. There's a place uh, called Mekong Delta in Baltimore. Hands down the best pho I've ever had in my life. And I've had that all over the place. There's tons of places in Northern Virginia. Hands down, like, all the places I've been to were at, like, a five. This place is, like, a nine. Really? Like, Whoa. straight up. I don't have to put anything in it. What was different? It, the broth. Just the broth. That's all. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. More flavor? Absolutely. Better consistency? Absolutely. Okay. So this, these people, it's cash only. It, it looks like a living room. Like, it looks like you're, it's like in a row home that's been converted to the restaurant, but it's only the first floor. Right. And you're watching the people cook the stuff, like, right there. Right. And there's, like, four little tables, and it's so good. They're so packed. They just go to Vietnam in the winter. They're like, it's too cold. Right. They close. Right. For, like, three, four months. Right. And they're like, when it, is it warm yet? All right, right, we're coming back to sell some soup. Right. It's insane. Wow. It's so delicious. Did you write that So down? counterintuitive, too. Like, the soup market is popping. In January, <laughs> and these motherfuckers have said, "Yeah, right. Yeah, it's true. We need you. We need you." Well, so do you eat? Will you like? I, I'm trying to think of my fast cycle, if you will, uh, and like I don't eat it during the summer. No, but fuck, comes too hot. Third yeah. week in September. Yeah. I'm ready. Going yeah. in football season. Yeah. Oh, God, that first yeah. little like the time your allergies kick up. Yeah, it's almost like the only benefit of being sick is I'm like, All right, I'm gonna eat this shit until I feel better. Like right. Three meals a day. Right. Plus, uh, Fa is one of the, the ill spots because there's a place in Langley Park that I used to go to. I swear to this day, it still doesn't I remember take that credit spot. cards. I, I remember it doesn't that take spot. credit cards. Cash only. Yeah. Like, what the? Next this place TikTok? is such a front. Yeah. Yeah. Like, one, but if it, one strip mall over? If it wasn't so big, although I guess that would be an even better front if it's that busy. Because I was like, this place is legitimately like serving this shit up. Not great either. I don't know why I went there for so long. <laughs> I don't mean to give it an endorsement. What, what's up with why are they like numbered like that? Like the one out, it was like five seventy eight. I was like, no out idea. of what? Out of I what? Seventy eight out of one hundred. Eighty five, seventy five, right. eighty one. I don't well, know. Plus, I'm like, do you guys work this out? We're like, what? Which of the two is like a better number to have? You it's know? usually way up there in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Like, what happened yeah. in, like the teens? So if you went to like if you went to Vietnam, would there be five one? Like it was like the first one. <laughs> <laughs> we're stateside. You right. keep it on above going 50, all right? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, funny because right? you're like, you wrote that down, right? Like, the, So Mekong Delta, that'd be like naming a place Saigon River. Like, that's like a very like important yeah. geographical place in, for the Vietnam War. Right. That's an interesting name. I wonder how many vets they get going there. Probably not a lot. <laughs> Some dudes having flashbacks and shit. <laughs> They're great, just grumpy in their soup. That's a great joke, yeah. I wish this like, wasn't so good. Looking over their shoulder and shit. <laughs> that's tough. I shouldn't do that. Don't do it. Peace to the veterans. Oh. The Every dude in there is like Asian and named Charlie, and they're just like, "This is too much." All right, this is definitely <laughs> me, Grat, like trying to make up for it too much. <laughs> this na- every name tag is. Uh, <laughs> <every> name tag. <laughs> so 
<laughs> you should check out the Wounded Warrior Project. Oh. It's actually uh, it's vets that like lost a limb, and so you can donate, and there's activities and stuff for them. Wounded Warrior, WoundedWarriorProject.com, WWP yeah. on Instagram. For it's sure. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Cold policy. Leave it. To, leave yeah, it nicely, to us to that make. That was fun. nicely done. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was a tough place to go into. <laughs> what a segue. Did you, uh, did either you guys, any of you guys invest in the new De La Soul album? I know. No, you know what's so fucking them? weird? I completely I, forgot, actually. Like, isn't that crazy? Out of nowhere. Like, I, it's funny. Them, and I'll, I'll play myself saying this, but like, like Aesop Rocks, another one. Like, when I hear their stuff, I'm like, oh, I should check them out. And every time I dedicate, like, a day. I shit you not. The other day, I pulled up. De La Soul on uh, Spotify. I think there's only like Grind Date on there. Right. Yeah, Not a great album. There's some gems on Grind Date though. There's a lot of, and this, I think we were talking about this the last time on here. There's some good songs. It's not a great album. And I feel like people don't really focus on making great albums anymore. Now with Spotify, like you I put don't know out. What you're talking about right now. No? Okay. Am I way off? That people don't make great albums anymore? Yes. Well, no, 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 no. Oh. I don't feel like people focus on it. I feel like when they do, like Odyssey on his oh, last record. I got record. you. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like this song goes here. This transitions from this to that. Like you can kind of get. I 100% agree with Cole that I yeah. think people oh, just. Yeah. It's just a collection of songs. And the idea, other than like. All right, maybe the most recent, you know, like "To Pimp a Butterfly" is actually set up as an album to listen to, great point, front to back. Yeah, but true. most of the time, people are coming out like maybe the Bronson joint is made. I thought Bronson was pretty cohesive. You like know? maybe that one I'll give you as well. But most of the time, people are just like, "Yo, I got like Static Selector." It's just like, "Yo, I got eight two new joints." Yeah, <laughs> but the producer, the the I hope DJ, you like five of them. Yeah, but the DJ slash producer album has kind of always been that way. Well, all right. So to that point, the Prime album, I was like, yo, this is what, however many songs it was. Yeah. I was like, this is all different versions of the same song. Right. Like yes. each one of these was attempting to hit the bullseye and they all missed. So let's talk about bullseyes that missed. What do you guys think about the new Pete Rock album, the Peace Tremental joint? I haven't heard it. It came out yesterday, right? <laughs> no good? <laughs> no bueno. The, wow. The, the tracks that I heard, like the one that he had a video for, I was kind of disappointed in it. Really? Like the video was real weird, man. It's like him sitting in front of an MP, hitting the same drum pattern over and over again. I was like, why is there a video for this? So It's not even him making a beat. It's like, they just I don't know. He did a vine a and they just looped it. <laughs> Dude, it, that's how it felt watching it. And I'm a he was I mean, like, yo, love, check this. I love loop it. Mm. It's just it's just not amazing. Put it that way. It's okay. like you listen to it and you're like, okay, this is like a Dude, Peace Tremendous average was, was fire. Right, right. So it's like this is like an average okay Pete Rock song. There's no bangers. Not I I listened to it on uh SoundCloud. Yeah, probably. Those. I mean, a Mellow Music. It's, it's on their website, I think. Right. Who are yeah. they? Put and it big up? up to them. You know, they put out good stuff. This particular one, I was just like, uh, I'm not. Uh, there's no one song that I'm like, yo, that's right. insane. Right. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Down yeah, I mean, from a business now. standpoint, I don't blame them for putting out Peace Terminals too without even. Right. Having I'm sure that'll be, beat. Right. dude. That'll probably be one of the best projects they've ever put out. You know. Yeah. Right. Sales wise, that's sure. That shit's gonna kill. For I get them. it. Yeah. I was actually surprised that it wasn't on BBE. It was no, on no, but they had beef with. I I think those projects went south. I don't even know anything about. Yo, it. how's the album he did with Smith and Wesson? It's got a couple. It's got. <laughs> a, he's he's right. 
He's right, but there are a couple joints on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. The one like that that was um had the Mexican beat on it was Yeah, was that's hot. the one I was thinking of that's Yeah, like the one that Chuck likes. Uh, yeah. How about the one with Sean G, Price? No, Hurricane G is on it. <laughs> Hurricane is G's that, on it. Yeah. Dude, you that, know what's that, actually kinda hot though is the fire. one he did with um Camp Lowe. The okay. mixtape that he did with Camp Lowe has some fire on it. Okay. Yeah. So what else have you been listening to? Alabama Shakes. Okay. Who's Alabama Shakes? Interesting. I don't even know who that is. They're Southern rock, rock right? Uh, okay. Yeah. The crazy thing, one of my homies' brother records them at a studio in Tennessee. Oh, oh dope. Oh, my God. Oh. That studio's ridiculous. He can get you stems or what? I don't know him like that. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I can't get that from him. No. But, yeah. I've been listening to... Not... I mean, I... I haven't so been rock, listening to it. Rock and ro- Southern rock and roll. It's not. It's country music. No, not okay. at all. Okay, not at all. okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's. I'll check them out. I, either way, I'll, the, I'll check them out. The new album drop in the spring. It's okay. dope. Okay, it's really dope. Okay. Um, if you like, oh, I always forget the name of this group. I feel bad. I That's always right. forget. Rock group, kind of nostalgic sounding. Oh, uh, how old? The one Chuck Chuck. Or the Black, oh, Black Keys. Keys. Black, Black Keys. Keys. Yeah. They remind you of the Black Keys. Okay. But uh, some of the songs are a little more soul. Some of the songs are a little more punk. But it's definitely like raw emotion. Like yeah, the singer's the a thro- woman too, right? Yeah. It's a woman. Yeah. They 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 did they, they do the throwback sort of thing, but they they go all out. Like they're not leaving anything behind. Okay. So it's like if you want a real music experience, you want to listen to that. Huh. The whole album is good. I'm I'm check I'll check it out. It's really good. Yeah, I've been bumping his El Sphinx album. Okay. Yeah. From Pig Who Food Records. From Pig Food Records. I finally nice. went through it yesterday. Wait, we'll shit be is, we'll be shit um, is fire. Yeah, dude. Shit is really um, dope. Yeah, we're gonna be interviewing him in August sometime. So be on the lookout for that. What I like about it, dude, is th- this guy's vocabulary is insane. Yeah. And it's not it's not easy references, right? You know what I mean. He's dropping very obscure art, music, history references all over the place, and I feel like he's kind of a weirdo. Right. He's so, got his steez. And the beats are uh, the beats are hard as fuck. Where yeah. is he from? Uh, Albany. Okay. He's yeah. down with all those guys that we know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He samples uh, the the hero of the weirdos, like that's sort of his tagline. You know, what's the hero of the weirdo? The red man. Okay. It's a red man line. Dude, there's a Eat few red man references. There's a few red man references in the album. You can tell he's like he. I thought Chuck would dig. Chuck and El Sphinx have very different deliveries, but like just these wise, they're kind of similar. And okay. I can see, yep. just from like an MC standpoint, yep. uh, I could see the red man influence. Yep. That and you know, I got so hyped off the multi-syllable stuff. He's got he's got four and five syllable patterns like all over the place where. Like you said, like different delivery than anything I would do, uh, but just from the base of pulling, like, how does that even rhyme with that? And me being like, "Fuck, I never thought of that, and now I can't use it." Son of a bitch! <laughs> I feel like part of my my quest in writing rhymes has been trying to find like, you know, astronaut and master lock or whatever words can like kind of rhyme, and just like five million of those. You know, like uh, the other day, we were about to watch uh, True Detective, and I was like, yo, True Detective gives me a huge erection. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to have that. I want to have, like, those type of bars, like, I- infinity. Right. So we're, d- we're going to interview our Sphinx uh, in the middle of August. We're also going to have Alan Page. I'll do an interview with him, author of... Who are you? 
Spirits. How Nine Men Changed Hip Hop Forever, the Wu-Tang, the book. I still need to read it. Okay. My bad. No, it's all good, man. It's a nice, uh, you can you can knock that out. You Pretty can quickly. knock that out quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll knock that out. We got to get a sound call. We got to get a, a drop of that. We're getting a lot of drops. You got. You were trying to get the drop with Odyssey. Yeah, I fucked up. I basically out. fucked up all the drops that I tried to load onto the soundboard. Today. Okay. Yeah. You know, didn't give myself enough time. Is yeah. knock that out our version of yada, yada, yada on Seinfeld? Kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Do you Cam, know knock that Cam out? doesn't know what it is. The story where Steve, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry. He doesn't. No, tell him. I think it, you should bring him up to speed. Steve had a he had a wardrobe malfunction, shall we say? <laughs> and so like he was at work. He was heavy about on the to go war. To war. Yeah. Yo, I'm gonna drop. tell you, it was Indian food related. Mm-hmm. It was Indian food <laughs> yeah. and cheap beer related. Yeah, from the night before. Then he had to go to a big <laughs> meeting down in uh, Baltimore. So he gets down there, and uh, he, he he's very detailed about like what led up to the moment. Then the moment of truth, he's like, I knocked that out. And then he keeps the story moving. I was like, dude, you can't like skip that part. You know what I mean? You, you, can't, you can't knock that out, like the details. You just yada, yada, yada your way through that shit. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a fine moment. It was a moment of triumph. Yeah. But right. I understand surviving thyroid cancer. But True. shitting we- your pants. Yeah. Before a meeting, yeah, and and still attending the meeting, we've all got those defining of, moments, wow, I'm man. Fucked, I'm fucked. We've all got those defining moments. Uh, was, How do you feel was, about someone? I was who, ashamed. I was ashamed in my car. Like I can't believe this just happened. It's hey, I'm surprised it doesn't happen to me more often. <laughs> How do you feel about someone who actively dislikes Seinfeld? I can see someone being like, I'm who not dislike Seinfeld. Oh, All right. you, 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 no, no, you no, actively no, no, no. dislike Seinfeld? No, no, no. no. Oh, no. Seinfeld is my shit. Yeah, I analyze the fuck out of Seinfeld. Chuck, what, where are you on that? If someone's, if someone's like, I've never seen it or I never got into it, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, if someone's like, I fuck that show's so stupid. How do you feel about that person? You know, like the doorbell. You know, we have the doorbell sound effect. Yeah, we need to add the one of me running out of the room and slamming the door behind me. Be like, yo, I can't trust you at all, B. The only no, with you. argument if someone, if, if someone wasn't into it, then I'd just be like, all right, whatever. You, the one argument that I heard that was valid was somebody told me they didn't like Seinfeld because it makes them anxious. I said, oh, okay, I can't. Okay, I can't disagree with that. I get that, but like, I lo- I I love that anxiety about it. <clears throat> But if you don't like feeling anxious while you're watching TV, I get it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that. You know, yeah, we got we got this Care that. Bears over here. You can watch. I don't know. This. But I always gauge people's. Uh, I don't know. You trying to say definitely intelligence? No, no, intelligence? No, definitely no, 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 not at all. Their comedic sense or comedic value for what character they like the most. Like if they say, I'm like, who's your favorite character? Who's oh. the character make you makes you laugh the most? Oh, Steve. Oh. Quick, I'm George. I was gonna say I like Elaine. Okay, definitely Kramer. Cole? Kramer. What? His that's the cheap. If humor, Cam dude. says Jerry, you're going. Got you're going che- Kramer's the cheap humor. Jerry's the corny humor. George is dope. Okay. George. George is dope. George. Because that's Larry David. Okay. George. George resonates with me the most. Okay. And George. And is- that you can relate, or you're just like that's that's fun. You find it funny. Uh, both. Okay. Both. I, I can understand why he acts that way based on his parents. Right. I love his parents. Right. Those are really like the ones who really George. get me. Oh my god. And his dad who just ben yells Stiller. all the time. I mean Jerry yeah. Stiller. Oh my god. Like if you don't like I feel like that is the co- for me that's the core of the show. Okay. Like cuz he's so 
uh, self-absorbed. Yeah. To the point where he worked. He's he's his character. You know, right. he's so self-absorbed and blocking out everything else. People have dramas happening, and he's like, "No, but wait, how could she do this to me?" And it's right. like, no one's even talking about that. Right. So he wasn't even listening. He's not even there. I, you know, what I'm just realizing now. I think all four of them were only children. Their characters. George definitely was. Jerry definitely was. Mm-hmm. As far as we, I'm sure Kramer had siblings that he didn't know about because his mom seemed mm-hmm. like kind of a hoe. The, Elaine was an only child, right? You remember yes. Kramer's mom? Yes. When Jerry calls her and he's like, "Turn down the opera," <laughs> she's like listening to opera. Dude, that's that's a very good observation. Yo, right there. think about it, mm-hmm. and that would explain it. a lot why they were so because they were all like that. Mm-hmm. They were just like. I, it's funny the anxiety aspect of it where I'm like you might be projecting something there because I was like yo like it's a sitcom Who, who's projecting something like the person who's, who finds that there's anxiety in Seinfeld or like can't get past the fact that it's all for jokes yeah but there but, are people who think and act like that but dude they're yeah. neurotic people like, yeah. yes, yes yeah exactly it might trigger that neuroses in people yeah now I, I want to know I want to know um, Seinfeld versus Curb that's okay. my that's my gauge, you know. You can take Seinfeld, right? Which is kind of like Disney in a way. Yeah. Right? You got the HBO version with Curb, you know? I felt like the last two seasons of Seinfeld got really weird. Like the yeah. one where Kramer was a turkey. Yeah. You know, like that was like that was I remember that was in the first episode of I think the second to last season. The grasping at that. And point. yeah, and I was just like something changed they, they about jumped, this. They jumped the shark. Well, they or I was like now you're now you're getting weirder and your whole shtick was that you didn't have to get weird to be funny. You could get lost in the fucking mall parking lot and it was a dope episode. Right. right. Now when Kramer's comparing a turkey. the two shows. Oh, that was an awesome episode. Yeah. When comparing oh, yeah. the two shows, I just present two words. <laughs> Palestinian chicken. Oh. Because if you've seen the Palestinian chicken oh, episode man. of Curb, it, to me, Seinfeld's a better show, but right. it's the way that like someone could have this amazing catalog and then some other rapper would just have that one three-minute song where you're like... Yeah, this group's great, but like they don't have a joint that fucks with Simon Says, you know, or like something like that. Like you pull this one, no one's gonna argue like Pharaoh Monch has like a better discography than I don't know like De La Soul, but Simon Says probably drops as hard as any De La song. So I'm gonna just make that metaphor out. Excellent point. And say that. And say that Palestinian chicken for 30 minutes is quite possibly the most absurd thing I've ever seen on any sitcom. And therefore, it, it definitely validates that there's an argument between the two shows. That's a show I've kind of slept on. Because I haven't always had HBO. And now that I do have... But I, I know I've seen... Like, I remember I saw the last season, especially the Seinfeld reunion. Okay. But yep. the Palestinian... That was, a dope, that was a dope episode. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, as a rap fan, I would encourage you guys to go to the Crazy Eyes Killer episode. Yeah, I, now I remember that oh. one. <laughs> That's my shit. It's always funny when I see that actor like in commercials or yeah, like, Chris, a, like Chris an something. ABC sitcom where he's trying to be serious. I'm he's like, like somebody's dad or something. Nah, you lost me a long like, time ago. You, you're the Crazy Eyes you Killer. You being serious? <laughs> Come on, man. That's when you lost me. Right. <laughs> I haven't watched that much Curb. Okay. I think I've seen most of the whole series right. one time. Okay. But like, you know. Go in, dude. Seinfeld, they played it every day right. yeah. back to back. I mean, I watched it every new episode on Thursdays, and there was a solid six or seven years where 7.30, anywhere I was, 
get me to a yeah. TV stat. Right. Because right. it's go time. And I never watched it when it aired. I didn't watch it until it was like almost over. Because I was like, I was, like, you know, younger. I was out doing right. stuff. Right. Um, right. These are old people talking about old people things. Yeah. Now that I'm old, I'm like, what? what yeah, was I get it? now I get it. Turn it up, please. I totally get being responsible. <laughs> so we hope everybody had a safe 4th of July weekend. What do you guys got planned for that? I know shit. I'm going to Portland, Oregon. Holy shit. Nice. Yeah. Cam one. What's that uh, there? Um, my work is What if you me- just said fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my job is sending me there for training Monday through Wednesday, but I'm taking a couple extra days That's before and after. Dope. Bringing yeah. care with me. Yeah, okay. Watching the fireworks. Okay. Catching up with some old friends. Have you been out there before? I've never been. You know I've who, always wanted to go. You know who lived there for a long time is Ted. Ted, yeah. You should hit him up. Yeah, I'm sure right. he can put you on some good spots. Except yeah, Rock lives there. That's right. He does. From the Open Mike Eagle I'm episode. Hit him up. Who are you? So what do you got planned? Just see the sights? Yeah. Oh, that's you going to dig? I'm going to go eat food and walk around. You know around. how nice you the weather is records? right now? And I'm going to put a bird on it. Put a bird, <laughs> put a bird on it. No, but... Today there was a heat advisory. Sunday it's gonna be a hundred degrees. Ugh. It's hot out there right now. Ugh, it's hot. It's in gonna the be nineties. It's the hot 90s. in the streets. Huh. It's hot. I'm, you know, I'm a dumbass. My girl is like, we're gonna go to Annapolis. We live in Falls Church, right? No. So Saturday, I was like, all right, like there probably won't be a lot of traffic. I feel like in this area, a lot of people are out of town. That's what she <laughs> said. I feel like Sunday come. You, you think that's bad news? This is gonna be mad traffic. That's bad advice, dude. And I, I'm, I'm more worried about coming home. Just dehydrated. You're going to have traffic everywhere. Just really? Plan, plan on that. Well, because what I was thinking, we, oh. we could circumvent it and make the drive Friday night. See, she did the same thing last year. And so she was like, there's not going to be any traffic on Saturday going from us to Annapolis. So I was like, that sounds like a death trap. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. But, I mean, so don't listen to it. She's the, she's the one who hates Seinfeld, by the way. She hates Seinfeld? And she loves cops. Okay. And you moved in with her? No. I'm, like, I'm just like, joking. I'm not mad, I'm at, the cop. I'm I'm not mad at the cops thing. No. It just depends on why she likes the cops. No, believe me, there's been times where I've been like, well, we'll talk about TV. She's like, Kirby Enthusiast, so stupid. I'm like, why am I here? What am I doing? Yeah. Here's the next 11 months of rent. I'm out of here. We're going to have to have an intervention. Yeah. She's like, no I sitcoms. I don't really like your music, Cole, but I love that intro song on Cops. Hey. What yeah. you going to do? Well, you know what? I did a remix for it. Waxed boys, waxed boys. <laughs> what you going to do when they pull the hair right off of you? Shouts to Aisha. I don't know. How could you like doing that Shouts for a job? Shouts to Aisha. I actually, I, I'm kind of. Do you kinda, think she really likes doing that? She's she doing it because she needs money. money. Yeah, you, we've all money. had jobs that we... See, that's the thing. I'm like, it's not... I, I can't imagine she's making more doing that than she would, I don't know, like at a fucking desk job. It's but it, hard to get a job. If you have no skills, if okay. you don't have a piece of paper, it's hard to get a job. She, I mean, I mean, she could have been lying, but she did tell me. She was like, I went to school for this, like whatever, the skin dermatology school. But, so I don't yeah, know. I'm sure she did when she signed the check. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't like you're gonna be pulling hair right off a of dude's yeah, have asses. Fun, have fun popping that dude's carbuncle <laughs> on his left butt cheek. You know, people signed up for the navy and they didn't realize they're gonna be cleaning toilets for a right. year, right. right? On a ship, tightening Keeping up bolts, drinking right. Bud Light with a lady boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. 
<laughs> Drinking Bud Lights with Lady Boy. Oh, I show, that reminds me of an errors and omission that I wanted to call myself out on. Wow. I was listening to the episode where we were talking back about uh, Scotty Two Guns <laughs> wedding, and I was referring to what I did Who late at night, and I said, you know, the dude that was wearing the Navy costume was my word. <laughs> And I just wanted to say, like, no disrespect meant, and I should have said Navy uniform. He was actually and in the Navy. He was wearing. When I heard it, when I heard it on the playback, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> it, like, if he, if I got punched in the face for that, I couldn't even be mad because that sounds just so disrespectful." Uh, he was I'm, wild, I'm disrespectful. On, well, I like your, whole, I like your, that's a whole that dude almost got that dude, that dude almost got killed. What happened? I like your Pope outfit. <laughs> what what happened with that guy? He went up to m- my boy's wife and was like, "Hey, she was wearing I don't know." He he went up and like grabbed her dress and was like, "I think your slip is showing." And like kind of grabbed her ass, dude, and and tried to pass it off as being chivalrous. Like, yeah, like, I think I think your tits are falling out. Wedding. This dude, my buddy's, I don't. It was like his second cousin or something, right? Oh, so boy. he was at the wedding, like as part of the family, familiar. and then we were there, and it was my boy's husband. No one yoked him up. For oh, that? dude, it was it almost got ugly because my because a lot of the people there do do uh, uh, jujitsu and are kickboxers and shit, and so that's creepy, man. Like, Everybody once, was yeah, so once this once, once the navy, once this navy dude crossed that line, it was like. Uh, you need to like you gotta go. You should probably leave. Those you know? cats like, were fast as lightning. <laughs> that that could have gotten really wild, dude. It was it was it was bad. It was a bad scene. Anyways, so how did it get resolved? Uh, he, he yeah, we sent him in the corner. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did he know he fucked up? Yeah. He, yeah. He realized I, it pretty quickly. That I think he, it ended where fucked. someone was like, now, you, "Is that legitimize you to you what he was trying to accomplish?" Like, if I'm like, it's almost like when the doctor tested you out a little bit. Yeah. It was. If it I'm was like, similar. yo, like for real, like I saw like her, her like like her dress is like he was trying, trying to come he up. Didn't, he he, he was trying she, to come up. He, he thought she was attractive and didn't know how to just tell her. Wasn't it she, the bride? No, no, no. It wasn't the bride. Oh. It was my boy's wife. That would have been game over. No. Yeah. Bride would have been game over. She was married to this guy he didn't know she was just at the bar with some people so he didn't know that that she was so he's a socially for. awkward dude he was awkward. trying to talk to a yes. chick very yes. inappropriately yes. was he correct. and he's the guy in the navy outfit he was wearing a costume the costume <laughs> he was in a navy <laughs> costume but chuck ended up hanging out with him Late what night. was his deal chuck chuck uh, we, we were just bullshitting okay I I went how outside, drunk was, I was he smoking a cigarette and then we were out of booze, and um, <laughs> then all of a sudden he came outside, and we were smoking. And I was like, "I'm gonna go to bed." He's like, "You sure we got a cooler beer upstairs?" I was like, "Oh, maybe just one." Wow, <laughs> maybe just seven. Who was we when he said we have a cooler? Uh, him beer. and the, I think we talked about it. The dude that's on the Browns, this other guy that's on the Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do they take you to Brown Town? <laughs> oh man. Here we go. Wow. Hey, did they, you listen? They um. I'm just going to go totally off track. Okay. Um, Fabricated segue. Did you listen to the Ornette Coleman song that I sent you? Rest in peace to Ornette Coleman. When did you send it? I sent it a couple weeks ago. It was an AC Alone sample. Okay. So this, this fairly well-known jazz artist passed away. Okay. Anyways. Uh, no, I don't think I did listen to it. Right. I'm super crazy about my email. I'll have to go back and listen. It was on Spotify. Do you ever listen to the things I send you on Spotify? Oh, so, you, so I have activity too. Is that you on Spotify? One of those <laughs> activities might be one of those activities might be me. Let's see. Steve, I always see Steve him. Steve like, and Brian Hickey are the only people that hit me with stuff on Spotify. That's true, actually. Me and Hickey talk a lot. We're digging for a living. Okay. Right. Thank Big you. Big up to Hickey. He's a cool dude. Yeah, Hickey's a cool dude. Hell yeah. Who are you? He's always been very friendly. Yeah. 
I'm just waiting for him. You to hung out with him or oh. just at shows? Oh, okay. Yeah. He once grabbed me when my dress was riding up. It got really awkward. I was like, I'm married. But I, I was like, you're this. in a nice looking costume, so I'm not even going to call you out right now. <laughs> right. Right. So beyond the Alabama shakes, what do you, what do you, what else do you like? Um, How about hip hop wise? I, to be honest with you, I've just been listening to a lot of my own stuff. I do a lot of mixing and mastering in my studio, so oh. I'm just constantly listening to things that people give me yeah. to work on. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Okay. Um, yeah. Riding the train. I've been buying a lot of old records again. I was going to say, well, yeah, what's, what's, oh, you're buying, buying records on iTunes? Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. You what? buying, you still buying physical records? No. Are you gonna well, dig? Are you gonna I, dig in Portland? I dig. I dig all the time. Oh, you do. So, are you still digging? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay. Um, <clears throat> would anything you come up with good recently? Uh, a lot of obscure stuff, random shit. Yeah. Don't act. But see, that's the thing. Don't I act wanna, like you haven't said said this thing. He doesn't want to say it on air. Of course not. Why? Because then people go get it. He wants oh. to have the only copy. I got you. All right. If that you want to know, you got to come up to Baltimore. Oh, I want to see records. So. We are coming up next. Uh, Saturday the 11th That's your barbecue That's right? right Yeah Oh yo That's right What time is that going down uh, I think I told Max Like 3 o'clock 2 or 3 o'clock Something like that Do you think it's gonna go later Like late We'll be there for a while I mean we're... I'm not driving up From fucking Virginia To <laughs> it's hang a out Saturday, for two hours right? I'm gonna get drunk Yeah, yeah but I, Okay I, Cause I gotta I mean, We're put... just gonna hang It's gonna be No there's no schedule no, We're just gonna wondering... come We're gonna hang Can Chuck I show are up you late? coming Can I show up late though, Is what I'm wondering it down. I'm going to a wedding okay. that day can I All show right. up late? Is what I'm wondering. Sure, come whenever you want. Uh, that sounds good. I'm That's gonna do gonna, that. See, I feel I almost feel like you're like you're, there's no pressure to a barbecue. S- Steve will be a good sixth man because I feel like by like S- six five thirty or six, like we'll I'll be like a little like faded. I'll be later than six. Okay, eight o'clock, <laughs> even better. Once the sun goes down, we'll I'll be a little <laughs> faded. Be like yo, like you know, it's been the same. Like we need to like stir up the air a little bit. Oh, then Steve swooshes in. Is it only the f- going to be the four of us? Let me just find that out. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even if it's just, let's say it's just you, me, Max, Rock, like and Cubby. I like that. Who are who, who are that's you? That's a nice. That's a nice squad. Right. Are we playing basketball? Well, that's how I'm looking at. It. And then we're, we're just like, yo, like Cole, Cole's Cole's choking on his own vomit. We need to we need to let him sit on the yeah, bench. Don't get for too a faded, bit. man. Bring Steve in there. I'll tell you, man. I like to drink. I'm bringing some 45s. <laughs> I've rubbed off on seeds. Right? Yeah. So the crazy thing is, you know Attic, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He came to the Baltimore Beat Club. It's a bad person to have, like, to a drug and beer party. And <laughs> I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, he's so skinny. Why? Well, no, there's that. And cut he cut his hair. his hair. Oh, really? And he cut wow. his beard. And he didn't have glasses. <laughs> wow. You're like, and now he's black. Like, you I, changed everything about I, him. I walked, His name is Caitlin. No, no, <laughs> I walked in. No, no. I walked in, and I'm wa- I see some friends at a table in the back. Yeah. I'm walking through. I'm looking at everyone in the crowd, because it was pretty packed. And I saw this dude sitting at a table, and I looked at him, and I kept it moving. Okay. And then five minutes later, he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, it happens. You know, yeah. people come up, and I don't know who they are. Right. And I didn't know who he was for a while. Right. And uh, all of a sudden, he starts talking. I'm like, all right, all right. And then I see the tattoo, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Attic. I didn't even recognize his face because he usually has the huge, the you? long hair, yeah. the glasses, yeah. and a long beard. And I've known him like that for a long time. Yeah. And he had none of it. No glasses, no long hair, no beard. And I did not recognize him at all. I felt so bad. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. I'm sure you're not the first person. I don't know... That I would recognize him without those three things. Right, right. 
Did we kick it with him in DC one night? Go bar hopping? Yes, because... God, which, uh, that was when... Uh, you were supposed to open up for uh, Hellfire. No, when I did open up... For, oh, that's right. You know what? That was the night we saw... Oh, yeah, dude. Who are you? The Podfathers, as I like to call them. What? Right. We you saw, saw them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, we went to... I haven't, uh, I haven't listened to it in a while. I completely forgot about I it. I still listen to them. Um, they, so, you know, they all announced tours. They were at the 930 Club last... Fuck. Was that March? Yeah, it's been a long time. Was it Was it in winter? I feel like it was... <laughs> What? It was in. I feel like it was during football season. It, it was, was a Saturday it was night yeah. before Ryan was born. So, um, we went and saw them live, and it was fucked up because it was the only episode of theirs where like the audio was really bad the whole time when they aired the episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Addict went. Teddy Faley was with us. Who are you? Uh, or we met up with them afterwards, and then went to DC yeah. Nine. Yep. But he was also at the. He's been in a bunch of shows with Cubby. Okay. But not the ones... He might have been He might have came to one of the Velvet Lounge shows. Yeah. He was at the Cruel Fuel one. Tight. He's a great dude. He but is. so funny because like, he was never like a fatso, but he lost so much weight. Like When I saw him, even with the hair, the glasses, and the beard, I was like, God, you look... I can tell it's you. You look like a like the trace outline of you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that's... Good for him. So wait, you saw him? Where, where were you? You're like, I saw him at a back table. At the beat, no, 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 the, the Baltimore Beat, beat Club. Oh, yeah, I thought you guys out. were like in prison for a week or something. <laughs> he was sitting with the other white people. I always enjoy man. seeing him because he's such a nice dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> and I felt like such a dick, not recognizing. Did him. you walk up to me like, "Hey, who are you?" <laughs> How? So he said, "Hey, what's up, Cam?" Yeah. Like, what's up, man? Pretty much. Okay. Hey, hey yeah. man. Did he say, "Hey, it's addict"? No. Okay. What's your default response? What do you call somebody when you know that you know them but you don't know the name? You know, it's it's interesting. It's I've tried to do a better job if I don't know someone's name but I genuinely like them and see them often. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm really sorry. What was your name again? Okay, that's good. You, been just, times, you fess up early. Well, that's the thing is, there's been times where like I'll get lucky. I'm like, how do you spell your name? You know what I mean? Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know that's I mean? good. That is good. Yeah, like Jeff, like, I'm uh, like G E O. Like Joe. My name is Joe. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> well, because I want like when I'm like. Like, I wonder if you get that. Like, like what's up? I'm Cam. Like, all right, Sam. Like, people call me Paul all the time. Like, that's not even close. Paul. Sometimes I just let it go. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Did I ever tell you? I think I've told this story on this podcast before. The name tag at the summer camp. I must have told you this story. I don't know I don't, the story. I don't know the story. I went to a summer Maybe camp. I think I was like 10 or 11 years old. I was there for like, I mean, it was the entire, so it was like three months. Like, I remember just like. like yeah, yeah, I was sweating my ass off. <laughs> but like, it was one of those like, you know, you went to, you've had enough social circles. You're like, I've had the ones that I like, the ones that I didn't. This one, I was like, I, you know, I was kind of on the fence about it. The last day they gave out name tags and mine said Colt. <laughs> I was like, Colt right, well, I, I officially don't like these people. <laughs> For three months, they thought my name was Colt. Chuck, Colt what you got? policy. Colt policy. Chuck, what do you Colt call people policy. that you don't know their names, but you know them? All right, so I. If they're really young, I call them sir, ironically. <laughs> like, I'll do this shit. Because it happens to me at work. There's like 250 people in my office, and it's impossible for someone with my history of burnout. Will you meet a 12-year-old and be like, what's up, sir? <laughs> like, how low, how young will you go? No, but there'll be people like right out of college, and they'll be like, uh, you know, you're waiting for the elevator. You're like, damn, you know, it's hot out. Like, what isn't like a small talk thing like the weather, right? And then the doors will open, and I'm like, after you, sir. Right. Uh, and then... Other than that, I don't know. I call them then. I try and not use. I'll just be like, all right, then. 
<laughs> that's a good one, dude. That's All right, then. Yeah. I'm that's really, a, I'm really work, bad. Huh? I'm really bad with names. And it's one of the things that I hate about myself. Yeah. And I'm mm. trying not to, like, hate myself over it. Yeah. But it's like, it'll come in and right out it's right. weird but all right but uh, and i bet you're the same kind of person and it like but sometimes you'll meet someone like something about them will sort of fit with their name yes and it'll fucking lock in yes but then there's times like where i just i don't know what it like i'll shake hands with someone like look them in the eye and like then 30 seconds later like oh tony it's a Samantha. thing though it's a thing yeah, what is know? it i don't but know Cam, a, can you a, agree with this too that i'm like a little bit gun shy because of my history of sucking with names that I've definitely held it in when I was right. Like, I'd be like, I think this dude's name is like Derek. Yes. But it could yeah. definitely be like Clarence or Eric. Right. So I'm just going <laughs> to let that shit ride and I'm going to be like, all right then. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll forget, like I'll be on Facebook or whatever and I'll see some person I went to high school with and I'm like, or I'll see a picture of them with someone else and I'm like, man, what is their name? I used to hang out with them. Right, like we were tight, and I don't remember their name. You know, I think it's, it's sad, like a, isn't it? I feel like it's like a we're just getting old. I think to, to a like certain, things you can well, have in your yeah. brain. You know, and things get tossed. Yeah, but like I have things that I will always remember that I wish I could toss. Like I don't care about that. Yeah, but I'll always remember it right. for the rest of my life. Yeah, totally. And it's, I don't need it at all. You Never. know, it's interesting. Uh, there, so I'll play basketball, and like as soon as like a new person comes in, I'm like, what's your name? And I'll just call them by like the first letter of their name because I'm like, we have to communicate on screens or shit like that. I feel like in some social settings, unless you're like, hey, so-and-so, get me a beer. You, re- you might not really have to address. Do I need to address you, motherfucker? <laughs> right. We're talking you know about what I mean? practice. Right. Do I, you need <laughs> to get addressed. You hit me up for my address. You know, was, it's, I feel like I've moved so much because you're like, what's your new address? I was like, you, you sent me the same text like four months ago. I did. Yeah, I, did. I need to I fucking didn't save it. I need to pick some. No, because I had moved. That was the thing. Oh, that's right. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's yeah. right. It was valid. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, it was. You weren't fucking. I'm fucking up. But I mean, I I said I did send that text to other people. Like, hey, what's your address? Because yeah. you know, Kara's like, I need these people's address for something. I'm like, all right, let me. I text them. Right. And then she's like, I need these people's address for. I'm like, I don't text them. Right. Right. So that's tough. That's a tough. I feel like. Uh, Chasing down people for like their home address, that's a tough one. Dude, it takes a while too. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you live? It, people just How much more of an into like that's you're basically one question away like, are we gonna have sex now? Like <laughs> dude, it probably won't get to that. You but think like, an address first and then the sex? Well, where, I'm like, where do you live? It's like I mean, right. now you, you got it all. Right. You don't need my social security. You don't need number. much after that. You yeah. don't need it. Yeah. You know where I live? Four o'clock in the morning, I'm all yours, man. I think it's like you Sarah I mean? Silverman or some comedian that has a bit about that too, where it's like with MapQuest now, it's just legitimately like, oh. all right, I got this. I'll be there in 37 minutes. I, I do want to put our <laughs> listeners on, and you guys, Chuck, you probably wouldn't have much use of it, use for it because you don't drive that much. Waze, W A Z. Oh yeah, that shit's nice. What is That's it? Nice. It's this awesome app. Okay. It's user f- sourced. So like all the updates are in real time to help you avoid traffic, police. It's awesome. It's but integrated it's like Google with Maps Go- on crack. It's integrated with Google Maps now, so you'll see it pop up and it'll have the Waze symbol. And basically, like if something I'm going happens, to fuck in, dude. if something happens, like let's say a cop has someone pulled over, like it it adds like this dot in the Google Map, and then the dot essentially becomes like a message board. 
So people will be like, what? and it'll have the time. So it's like real time, like Twitter meets Google Maps. And it'll be like, yo, cop on the right side, uh, you know, taking radar statement five minutes ago. And wow. then four minutes ago, it'll be like, got two people pulled over, not shooting radar anymore, but still there, go by slow. And then it'll eventually, you know, two hours later, uh, no longer there. And then it'll just be on your Google Maps. It'll be like, Waze has reported an incident in this location. It's crazy. See, like if the government offered that service, right. people would be up in arms about the government monitoring and in everybody. Ten years well, we're just, we'll just do it to ourselves. But in, the, in 10 years when the government buys that service, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, the government doesn't have to buy that service. They just have access. They just have, they'll yeah. just have access to it. This yeah. is for the credit scam. Like what? Like give us the info. Patriot Act. Uh. <laughs> I listened to a pretty cool program on Radio Lab today okay. called Eye in the Sky. Okay. And they were talking all about government or talking about surveillance okay. and the capabilities of this certain company that figured out that you can put a camera in the sky and fly around cities and take pictures every second, right? And then you can use the pictures that they take to trace back like serious crime events to the and follow the people who perpetrated those acts. There's a Vice um, series on the guy who made that software. Oh, it is. Okay. And uh, they show the software like in action. So you can mount that camera to a satellite or a drone or anything that's up in the sky. And it tracks basically the amount of megapixels it has is so large right it just looks at this huge area but can zoom in to like a license plate so what the software does it tracks motion events so it tracks every car every person walking across the street any movement that happens every single thing cats dogs and it's every cars second. bikes people pictures. walking all the time like snapshots bang 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 and then all of a sudden the software analyzes it so if they can trace a car like how you were saying they can right. trace a car what it did the whole entire day trace bank robberies all those things how long does it like does it save up to 24 hours like it can't save all that information in, in to infinity it, with the data centers they're building now everything all the time is saved nothing is lost there's no x amount of days that Oh, after 12 days, that 13th day is gone. Okay. That doesn't happen anymore. We're not on VHS anymore. Okay. You know? So it's just, it's, I don't understand space-wise how Dude, listen, possible. It's just, unlimited. Yeah, just okay. listen to this. It's Radiolab. It's called Eye in the Sky. Okay. And they, they, First, talk about, they talk about all about what the implications are of this program, right? You, have, you could have somebody get kidnapped, right? And you could say, I saw my, my child in this place at this time. And that's the last time I saw him. And they can go to that camera, see your child at that point in time, and then follow where they all go. Right, so what if? All right. Well, first of all, before you go listen to this, listen to every episode <laughs> of Chrome Bills. Listen to episodes yes. one through eighty nine twice, twice, and then go listen to this. All right. But, but how number, do they number get number twelve twice, two or three times, two or three times, and then what are we on eighty nine? Eighty nine. A couple. Eighty nine. A couple of times. The number. By a couple, we mean eighty nine. Yes. The number. Did they have, let's say, like I was at Montgomery Mall and I left my kid in there. How do they get the camera into the mall? They don't. Okay, you're okay. not going to be able to do that. Well, that's okay. Okay. I, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about that? Does that scare you? Um, t to me, the good outweighs the bad. Okay. I, I agree with that. 
if you're not doing anything, then you have nothing to worry about. I hate that phrase, though, too. Yeah. yeah. The good outweighs the bad. No, no, no. Hey, uh, <laughs> you drunk. <laughs> a little bit. Um, if you're not doing anything. If you're not doing anything. Then you yeah. don't need to worry about anything, you know. It's okay. all about Why? privacy versus security, man. Yeah. You can't have one. You, you can't. Or, or, yeah, it's privacy versus security. Yeah. Chuck, where are you that's, at? That's on the trade. That's the trade-off. You know, I'm. I think Cam actually nailed it because I feel like I agree with that phrase, and then at the same time I like cringe when I use it. So I'm like, I'm on the fence, but ultimately I also have detached myself from the argument because I realize that my opinion on it uh, isn't going to move the needle one way or the other. Right. And the fact is, the shit's gonna go down, so you might as well just accept it as reality. What going down that you were gonna be surveilled? Yeah. I mean, it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you there's know, no. If you have a smartphone, you can't get away with anything, right? Dude, I think that there's ways that you've been tracked that you don't even realize in your own devices that are public. You know, yes. like the if you get if you go on your own Instagram feed. You can, or I go on any of yours. I can pretty much tell you where you live, because there's gonna be you're gonna post a picture of food, and I can go on Map View, and be like, damn, this dude posted like ten pictures of like food he made at the same dot on the map. So clearly he lives at this block right here. He's eating a lot of ramen burgers. But the that- crazy thing is, like, if you have an iPhone and you have a Gmail account, if you don't go in there and turn off your tracking. Oh, it's all over you. It's it knows where you went every single day since you've got that iPhone and you logged into your Gmail account. Every single place. Every single one. All right, so here's the weird Ooh. thing. And it gets My weird because they will know even in New York in high-rise buildings. They'll know where I was probably because they're I also have like my work email. Like I'll go in a building like like 200 Park Avenue, which is 50 stories on top of Grand Central Station. If I scroll over that in in Google Maps, it'll be like GT Law Firm. That's which is crazy. like some little niche building. That's crazy. There, right? But like I've that. gotten twenty emails, if not two hundred emails, from people that even have that address in their signature line, and they're just like deducing, like, all right, this motherfucker had a he had an invite that he accepted on his phone that had an address in the address line. That then he spent an hour there, so that's yeah. where he was. You know, that's like it's crazy. a simple and, algorithm. And Chuck, your point is your point is like it's not so much whether or not it's good or bad, it's just that's gonna happen anyway. Yeah, it, so it is. No, what are you gonna do? Go off the grid? It's it's already happening. And that data is being stored no somewhere going off and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's forever now. Yeah. And people line up around the block to get these phones. Right. I mean, I like the phones too, but and I don't do anything like See, that. I, so this is the problem that I have with a lot of, and I feel like it's it's a very American thing. Like, there's a lot of treating the symptoms of things and not treating the disease. Like, I feel like it's like, all right, like I get why that's the American way. Systemically, right? Hmm. Well, systemic because there's more money in that. You actually fix something, then you don't have to fucking spend money on it anymore. I'm like, why? What? Like, I get why you'd want to follow people around, or like with the whole like ISIS thing. Now, I'm like, if you did a better job of focusing on why so many people are angry or or sad or upset, you'd save yourself a lot of problems. But people aren't interested in that. 
Right. That's yeah, but at the same time, you gotta all you have to do is go on YouTube to realize that no matter what people do, people are crazy. Forty nine percent of people are gonna be vehemently against it. You know, it's like depressing. You know, it's like you go on like Yelp and people are writing three paragraph reviews about like a restaurant they don't like, and it's like first of all, or you could just not go there again. I guess it was only two leaves on the parsley in my soup. Did you guys see the the most recent John Oliver? No. Where he's talking no. about just the amount of harassment that women receive on the internet. Oh, I don't like mean to get thirst? extra. F- like I, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, dude, a woman can't post her opinion on like on a YouTube or on Twitter without getting completely barraged by people saying like the most foul shit. Ever. I like apple pie. You know I mean, like you dumb bitch, <laughs> dude. It's it's that bad. That's why you, you know? got tag team. Yeah, slow down. Yeah, just asking where the DMV is. So anyways, as far as we uh, were worried about like getting followed by the government, like right, women have to worry about like getting death threats or rape threats online. Right, shit, you know. Well, all right. So to me, that just means that the the base elements of hum- of humanity, like the really whack parts, like they're still there. You can't legislate it out. You can't socially engineer it out. Like they're going to be there, and you just gotta. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the digital stuff, I, and I I'm just as addicted to it as anybody else. Today I sat there like three people sat down around me while I was eating lunch, and I read an article about like why Mark Mosley won the MVP in 1982. Now that was awesome. Like I'm glad I got to read it. Like it was on Grantland or some shit like that. Okay. 15 years ago, like I would have been forced to interact with those people. I don't think you get social anxiety like in those times. Like you don't social anxiety. What the fuck are you talk? You don't have time for that. Now fucking talk to these people. Whereas now, like you can just like isolate yourself from everything and everyone so fucking easily. Right. I don't think it's a good thing. And on top of that, it allows crazy like just ass. Who like when I watch YouTube sh- like uh, videos or whatever, like yeah. I'm like it's just the over under on when this becomes a race war is like seven comments. Dude, it's, it's why is so that happening quick, it's so, so quickly, quickly, man? Right. Well, I think. And who are you on the other end? Type logging in, typing, typing that shit out. I think that we're on like we're in like a weird gray period of like human communication, and I feel that sometimes everyone feels like they need to be heard. Uh. uh and I, I, I recognize that everyone should have the ability to be heard, but sometimes people it's like don't don't need to. I don't know. It's kind. Of, it's, it's like what we're talking that. about with like the other people. Like, is it good that there's so many like other artists out there? Or not? Right. I don't know. Is it good right. that anyone's voice can be heard? I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. I, right. I agree. I agree. You, you hear enough people fucking screaming, you tune them all out. And also, if you're hiding behind a keyboard. Egos go crazy. Oh, I think yeah. that's, you know, the that's, that's, that's the biggest issue. That is the biggest issue. issue. Yeah, that is the biggest issue. It. Right, and but, it's like you wouldn't be that tough saying that to me in my right. face. Right. Well, I right. even see it at work. Like motherfuckers get tough on email. They do. Right? They yeah. totally and so, like, do. I've just started now where I'm like, I call, you know, and then if we need to do a little summary, because what I've learned is you actually get more of what you want if you just call. And people are a lot cooler because you're like, "How's your day going?" And they're like, "Shit." Right. You know, right. or something and you're like, yeah, well, you know, we got the fourth coming up, which like you're not going to have that type of banter on uh, passive, like on email, passive right? aggressiveness. Right. Is yeah. And, that's and some I'm people like, I'm like, no email should be more than like three sentences. It's just like right. documenting shit. Right. That's like, yo, so like we discussed, you're going to send me X, Y and Z. We'll follow up with A, B and C. 
enjoy the weekend. Done. Right. And it's kind of like you have to structure emails and texts that way because tone can be so misconstrued. Totally. Sure, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do I, it. I used to not understand <laughs> very, very you know, true. tones through emails and texts to me a long time ago. Right. Until one day, like a couple jobs ago, yeah. my boss was like, yeah. man, that that architect was pretty snarky in that email. I was like, what? Right. What? Right. And then I read it back and with a different tone in my head. And I'm like, you're right. That's not that's not cool. Yeah. I was totally not being I was everything was legit. Or he wasn't she shouldn't being have snarky. Been, she shouldn't have been acting that way. And ever since then it's like, okay, I've, everyone has to be really careful with this. And some people aren't. Some yeah. people don't get it. They you don't know. Yeah. Shame on them. They, well, that's the thing. So that you got. I remember when we were kids, right? They'd be like, "Here, you, we're going to teach you how to write in cursive." If so, if like I have a kid and they're like eight years old, and the teacher's like, "We're teaching them how to write cursive," like fucking teach them how to program a nuclear weapon, <laughs> fucking cursive. Who's going to use that shit? I wonder if in school they they take the time they used to teach us shit we don't use anymore, like math. Oh, if, if you get on the math tip again in no. this room with three people, no. uh, you're coming out. On let me let me ask you guys. Let me ask yeah. you guys. Math this. and being patient. Who I, needs them? I I used to post on like forums, like say on a music forum, and I would talk about music with people. I don't even comment on anything anymore. Yeah, like I barely comment on Facebook things that people post. Right, post like point? beyond like, oh, that was cool. Thanks I for sharing. Know. You're right. That's it. Like I it's not even worth the time anymore. I never right? did. Like, there was a really interesting article about so once marriage, uh, gay and lesbian people were allowed to get married. Congratulations yeah. to them. Yeah, they uh, a lot of people on Facebook did the, like the profile change where it would be the colors, the rainbow, like as the background. I'm gonna let my cat in here. All right, remind. please do. The day, what are you gonna marry a cat next? What a dumb fucking argument! It's a argument. slippery slope. Yeah, of course I'm gonna marry a cat. I didn't change my profile picture like that because I was like, I don't need to do that to let people know I'm right. a, a yeah. pro. If I'm not punching the gay person in my picture, like you pretty much know where I stand. Right. I think it's pretty clear that if you didn't post a negative reaction, you're okay with it. Right, right. right. All right. Well, so they had this this article. Let's split it. Let's get. Let's. Just, let's that's the last one. No, there's two more. Uh, is it not a pale ale? That's a little heavy for me. Have ever well, have I ever told you the story? I ate uh, mixed fried rice, and then I went to, uh, and then I'd had like two pale ales, and I did a show. Oh, I could not that breathe. Sound like a good idea. And so, shout outs to Blakesley. Who are you? He was at the show, right? And this was like during the middle of a song. I would hold a sign up, and it would say like some stupid corny shit. And he was like, "Flip it, man!" I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to flip it." And then after the set, he's like, "I meant flip the sign. It was upside down." I was like, I couldn't hear you. I was full of fear in the bottom. I'm about to flip it. What's the other beer that's in there? Is it a pale ale? Um, okay, so we got one, two. It's heavy. Chuck, you feel three, me on that. Sarah, one, I might as, you might as well drink concrete mix and just let it form a brick in your there, stomach. There might you know be another. A, um, no booze was that, that a nooner? Like. No. There might be another nooner in there. Keller Weiss. Do you want to split one? So I got a question for you, Cam, because you're good. a math guy. Yes. Do you want to um, split one? So this if, I, if I told you that one fast. of the three uh, members of this podcast has actually been accused uh -oh. of having a digital angst, of sometimes coming across over email uh, yeah. in not the nicest way, and you had to guess out of the three of us, who do you oh think it God. would be? Well, what do you mean out of the three? Out of how, me, me, Steven, of me, Stephen Cole. No, I'm what? asking you out of the uh, three uh, of uh, us. Uh, that if, if internally maybe one of us has been... Uh, Considered to sometimes not sound the nicest. Cole, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who are you guys talking about? Uh, I get feisty. I snapped at somebody at a restaurant the other day. Did you? <laughs> it was fucked up. I wonder if I should even tell this story. I want to be there when you snap at somebody on a restaurant. It wasn't. Well, they they were definitely in the wrong, but it was. Uh, <laughs> I, believe me, there's been moments where I snapped and been completely in the wrong, and they're while few and far between, it does happen. I don't know. I, it's weird. Like, I I feel bad even saying this right. to someone who like works. Like, you have you have a full time job. Like, you're married. You have a kid. Like, I'd work six. Are you going to complain about asking for like a dessert and it didn't come out or something? No, no, no. It wasn't the way. It was somebody else at the restaurant. I what drives me, and this is also to the point about like the the whole like isolating and like being so involved on the phones and all. Like. God, I sound ridiculous. But oh, get off my lawn. Does get it drive you nuts me. when you're around? And and this isn't what happened necessarily, but okay. when someone's like in a public place uh-huh. and they're texting on their phone, but they have the the click 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 sound that on. That doesn't bother me. No, no. Me either. Doesn't. Chuck. No, but I will say this. So like I if you were at a meeting and the, someone started doing. I live that. in a high rise building, right? So it's it's a long elevator ride up. I live on the twenty seventh floor, and. Um, Damn, with based on what I just said about Instagram, people now could narrow me down to like 10 apartments. Uh-oh. But, uh, <laughs> but so. Bye, Chuck. I live on the, I, like I said, I live on the 29th floor. And, <laughs> and people uh, will 31, get. 26, 31, 26. They will get in the elevator and just continue having a phone call. And I'm like, that, that would you, know, you know we're like 45 seconds in, assuming right, okay. we go nonstop. Here's but, what bothers but, me. But you're you just hit 33. So like here's you're, my you're thing in about yogurt. Here's what bothers me about it. If you're gonna have a phone call, you can't do that silently. Like if you're talking, you're talking. When you're texting or like when you're playing a game on your phone, you don't need to have the fucking volume on. Chuck's basically making you're doing some shit you probably shouldn't be doing. Like I like I completely agree with that. But why do it? At the inconvenience, like why intrude on somebody else's space like that? I I totally understand that, I but get it. some people don't get that, and I, that's the problem. I think I'm like, how can you not get that? Um, they could either just not give a fuck. That's, that's the really problem. What, so I, I try not to let anyone bother me as obnoxious as they are. Okay, that's just a reflection of them. Okay. So if you react to that, that's a reflection on you. Uh, so I'm dropping knowledge, by the way. I just don't. So they're looking for it, and then you give it to uh, them. They might be looking for it, but they just might be oblivious or don't care. Real? So if they don't care, then nothing you say is going to come through. Real life. You're not going to drop any science wow. on them saying, hey, yeah. you're really annoying me with what you're doing. And it could be inappropriate. Like in a meeting, I've seen people like pick up their phone and start talking in a meeting. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Are you really serious right now? Yeah. But it's like, that's on them. You should hit them with the, the cricket noise when they do that. <laughs> That'd be dope. It's real life trolling, though. I never thought of that. That people, obviously, people on the internet will just go on and be like, but I don't understand why people are so upset when these are, this is a second class citizen or like whatever the fuck, some stupid shit, right? And they're just like oh, yeah. saying it to get people pissed off. I never thought about people like kind of wanting the reaction. Oh, wanting lonely wanting, people. Yeah, there are tons of them out there. The sad there's people. Are, there's tension. There's sad and angry people. And out that's there. what I'm saying. Instead of instead of us dealing with the manifestation of that, uh-huh. why don't people are like? I'm less interested in what you're doing than why you're doing it. Why are you acting like a crazy asshole? 
Dude, because they don't. They They're had broken parents. inside. Yeah, they had bad you know? parents, man. Well, I'm gonna fix it with my fucking fist. That doesn't work. <laughs> you know? No. I just. Sure. I won't. I like. So for some reason, I like. I don't want to say I like. I take that back. So if someone is doing something trying to get a reaction out of me, mm-hmm. I will purposely not give them what they want. Right. Not with my friends, but like with obnoxious people out in public. Right. It's like, the, oh, this person obviously obviously wants attention. Yeah. Guess what? You're not getting it from me. Yeah. Go somewhere else. That's a good. That's that's actually very practical advice. All right. So no. let me ask you this. Let's say like you're at a Seven Eleven, right? Like this actually happened to me. I went to like a gas station, and this asshole, like it was, like ten o'clock at night. There was like kids like in cars around it, and this guy's just like playing music, like really inappropriate, really loud. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, it's easy for me to ignore this guy because I'm like Modest putting air in, air in my tires. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was like super, like super, you cat. know, gangster bullshit. But it was like that's got its place. But I was like, dude, like, what kind of fucking person are you? And I was thinking, I was like, if I ended up like in line behind this dude, and like something like where, like for for one reason or another, I was forced to interact. How would you handle that? Would you just completely ignore him there too? Yep. If he was like, "Can I get a dollar?" Would you be like, "No"? I would. Okay. Yeah, I would probably say. No. I would say, "Well, in Baltimore, there's a lot of homeless people, and they're like, can I get a dollar? I'm hungry.' I'm like, I'll go get you some food, but I'm not giving any money.' Right. Right. And that's the only way I would do it. Right. Yeah. But the person that you know is looking for just attention, they don't get they don't get Nothing. it from me. Okay. Nothing. I don't. Because then it's like Steve, you just touch your hair and then they walk away. It's good. I'm kind of struggling right now. I need some more product, please. I need it's some immaculate. More pro- I need some more. You need some more product. I need, I need some, some more fucking hair. Don't complain about that. Shit. You need some more product. So what? I actually wanted to ask the question. Oh Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're what, going there. What is the infatuation with your hair? I don't know. I didn't. Did I start it? You mean their infatuation? My Before Cam, we gotta Cam, run back to some old. Just photos. take a look at it. Just no, take a look at it. It's not. Um, no, now it's know. pretty normal. But there was a time, Cam, where he he had shaved. I remember. He had shaved up to there, right? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> See, so you already just, know. <laughs> and he was like, he was like parting it different ways. Like if it was an odd or even numbered episode. Like I mean, got, this it might, got pretty out of control. I don't have hair, so I don't understand these things. Well, that see, that's the thing is, I don't get it. I'm kind of yeah. in the same boat as you, and therefore that makes me want it more. Yeah, you He's guys got what I don't. I have. got, a, I got options, fellas. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, yeah. it can go a number of ways. Yeah, any which way. So I'm, I'm like Einstein. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you don't have I let to. my brain focus on. Well, place. see, I, you're, so Steve, yeah, and that's fine. Steve, you're like, you're like a tamed rainforest you're like you know what i mean like you're not you don't have to do shit with yours i feel like i need to shit or get off the pot yo a tame i want to get the way that you have your hair cut i want like i want that because i'm like i'm like i want i'm so put gel in my hair like dude what are you doing you're what are you doing it's like an eight-year-old girl wearing a bra like what like you don't need to do this you know what i mean i still rock some product yeah, see, product. Chuck Chuck knows what I'm talking about. But Chuck's got it. You know, he's got enough happening there. I got it's all up in the front. I was joking <laughs> that this dude at my work, and this this is going to be totally visual and probably won't work for the radio. But there's like a deaf dude at my work, and uh, he he needs to come up with like there's so many names and so many people that he has to come up with like symbols for people. <laughs> so like there's this one dude who's like really oh, fat, shit. and he like. Oh boy! Oh shit! Oh no! Like I thought you were gonna say he just like holds his arms really so far for apart. For me, for some reason, for me, it's been this. <laughs> You're the hair. He, you get the hair. Wow. He's like, yeah, you know, dude, with, the, with this thing, with the hair straight in the front. I love wow. it. 
That's awesome. He could get in trouble. Like, what if there's a girl with a fat ass? <laughs> right. Oh, I bet it gets out of control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet there's one that's like. <laughs> yeah. He just does the. I'm not going there. What if he started like well, he did one where he was like choking somebody? You're like, like, why hasn't that person been at work in two days? <laughs> Latrell Sprepo right. works in the mail. Right. <laughs> Listen, fellas, I gotta go. It's okay. like 11. Well, all right. You gotta. Cam's gotta drive all the way out to Baltimore. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming all the way Thanks out here to build out. with us, man. It's been really good having Always. you on. Hell yeah, Cam, that was awesome, man. We gotta do it again coming up. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, we didn't even get into too much of the music stuff, so we'll we'll save that for the next one. Absolutely. Yeah, there's some tracks we want to play. You want to take us out with something? Yeah, and you're the first person that's been on here twice. Nice. Is that nice. right? I don't or know. Big if that's slop. True. Big slop. The slop on twice. Slop, hickey, and Petey <laughs> Suggs. I'm just gonna let him rock with it. Technically, I was a guest. My first appearance. So I've been a, I've been the most often. Yeah, <laughs> Cole's, Cole's been on it the most. <laughs> he just never left. These guys really are on my dick. It's been like 80 episodes. <laughs> no, thank you very much, and thank you to all the Chrome billionaires out there. Please spread the word. You can donate at ChromeBills at gmail.com via <laughs> PayPal. We know you will. But seriously, tell somebody. Burn it. Burn a copy. Oh. Burn their house down. True. Don't do that. Yo. Thank you very much for having me out. Yeah, Great man. time as always. Yeah. Good kicking it with my homies. It was awesome. Absolutely. Man. We're gonna see you at the barbecue. Yeah, we'll see man. you. Absolutely. I'll be there late. Let's split this. Let's split this pie two split ways. The, split the pie four ways. This episode's 130 minutes. No, we're not splitting this. Two hours and 15 minutes. Fuck it, man. It's like fucking Jurassic Park. Dude, I think that the listener can split it because I still haven't even finished the entire episode with Mag. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like only only someone like sees would feel like I downloaded today. I need to finish it by Sunday. Don't don't split the podcast. Leave them yeah. whole. Don't yeah, li- yeah, okay. Don't split them unless there's for me. Unless there's a logical break, there's no need to break it. Yeah, like if someone had to leave, right. you could split it. Or if someone showed up, but I mean, right. Cam, you I know you were mentioned you listen to a lot of podcasts. Podcasts like Rogan being one. They'll they'll do fucking three hours. Dude, he does three they and a half hours. Almost all of them are three hours. So you listen how- to Rogan. Yeah, yeah. And do you appreciate that? Because like an hour into like your train ride to work, you're like, all right, I gotta check this out later. The first fifteen minutes is all fucking on it ads. Yeah, but you just go, yeah, yeah. That's all on your phone. Wait till the music be golden. All right, so it used to be. We can talk about this off here. Thank you for coming. Shout out, thank you, Bobrowski. Andrew Bobrowski, yeah. thank you. Who are you? I wrote a written for Andrew Bobrowski. I want to. Can I? Can I give a shout out real quick? Absolutely. Oh, so uh, my 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 best friend Dave Martinez. He's a stand up comedian. He does a once a month show in Canton uh, called Laugh Laughs by the Slice, and it's at Home Slice in Canton. Okay. And uh, July 11th will be this month. There's a lot of be. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of really funny comedians. So. If you're in Baltimore, you want to laugh, come out to Canton. How far is that from your crib? Because we're going to be up there. Yeah. It's July 11th, right? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. We should all go. Okay. Let's do that. It's not very far. It's not. It's like, if if you live downtown, anything is 15 minutes. Better call an Uber. I'd like to go see. I like stand up comedy. It's fun. It's a good time. It's an open open mic sort not open mic, but they get comedians. They hand select them. Right. But you know they're all local guys. It's it'll be a good time. The food is really good. They have booze there and stuff. It'll be a good time. We should all go. It's gonna be good. So shit faced. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So it's usually the first Saturday of every month, but this one since the Saturday is Fourth of July. They put on the That's tough to compete with. It is. And the first show was the Pacquiao fight. Oh. And when's his next show? Christmas. No. no, no. And the Baltimore (laughs) curfew. 
So oh. they had to end oh. it at nine. Oh. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. What time did it start? Eight thirty. And they they bumped it up. It started at like seven or yeah. something like that. But it was still good. There was yeah. a bunch of people came out. It was a good time. Had a great time. So that's what's yeah. up. It's that's going down tonight.